Welcome back to 1010's podcast with Michael and Adam and Robbie and Dustin, field reporter extraordinaire. Yeah. Has has time reached out to you at this point? <laughs> Bloomberg, perhaps, based on your experience on the show in the past and your quality level of journalism? I've not heard from time yet, but I did uh, see that I uh, had some photos on the front of Drive Tribe. This Actually, week, so. to be fair, he was on the front <laughs> of Drive Tribe. That's true. I for, kind of forget so about got that. that going for me. I was really behind the ball on getting that shit posted, but it's up now. The best thing about that is uh, Ian texted me yeah he said i'm pretty sure you stole that spot for me asshole <laughs> Deal with it. of course he's probably on there every day though yeah yeah he posts I mean, on there quite ian's, a bit ian's deal we get i mean they pay us like 20 bucks a month to post bullshit on there just just regurgitate the stuff all you've I already posted is, elsewhere. all i do is post the link to our youtube video and like, they, they pay us for the views graphic. so why not yeah that's a win it's more money we're getting they, anywhere else. they literally they take my post and they'll their admins will share it to like 10 different tribes huh? and it'll get a shitload of views and then they pay me for it. Sure. Thanks that, for doing my that's job. That's how the internet's supposed to work. It's awesome. <laughs> that's why we did this in the first place. <laughs> we'll just post it and then everyone will post it and then we'll get in money. That's podcasting, right? $20. 20, 20 bucks. <laughs> Quitting my job. I think when we originally talked about it, it was like $20,000. <laughs> So we're we're down a little yeah. bit from where we we're originally said that we were gonna get. We're fine. Baby we said steps. something about two hundred thousand likes. I don't know what people it was. say. It's it's a, you know, it's a train roll. You just got to build momentum. That, that's yeah, we'll be fine. To be it's f- slow, yeah. it's a slow build. Yeah, it is a sure. slow build. So anyway, Dustin is here again um, to talk about many things. You've had some exciting events in the last month or so, two months. Um, He's to close out the season. Famous. Than we are. There's no arguing about it. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's been on multiple podcasts. Optima's Facebook page, a True. TV show, a TV show. Wait, what was the TV show? Isn't Optima doesn't Optima have a TV show? Yes. So the the Optima series airs on uh, Mav TV, and then it's also on the Lucas Oil Racing app. They cover uh, each of the seven different events through the season, and then the uh, Invitational at the end of the year. So I'm not on TV. We, so yeah, just saying. Yeah. Yeah, we were able to get a, a pretty good amount of coverage with it this year, so it's been been a lot of fun. It's, it's funny how that works when you're winning your class. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> and you that, guys that are you're kind of the hurt. underdog, like father son story, racing against all these like uh, shop teams, you know, which is cool. Yeah. So the thing that they've kind of latched onto with it is the fact that you know we we built the car ourselves and it's been you know, we got it in 2005 and and tore it all the way apart and have drag raced it and done a bunch of other stuff and then the last uh, since 2014 have been doing the optima events and it's a whole different deal whenever it's just the two of us in a in a shop out in the country you know i'm not you know, like we've got a lift and, and a three-bay shop and everything i'm not saying that we're like building it under a shade tree or anything but uh, the fact that we've kind of engineered the thing from the ground up and just kind of plugged away at it over the years and gotten it to where it's on par with some of these really high dollar builds is is just a, a something we didn't ever really imagine that we'd be able to do. So, and it's a '79 Camaro. Yeah, it's '79. Yep, uh, it's got a Same 421 mine, small block in it. Nice with a carburetor on the top. <laughs> Not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same car you did Drag Week with, isn't it? Yes, so we did. We did Drag Week in two thousand nine. It's the first year we had it on the road. Still a bucket list. And item. <laughs> yes, yes, that is. 
I, every year whenever it comes up, like, I still oh, want to go back. You're doing yeah. quite the doing wheel wheelies there. and shit. That how fast was that car? So it <laughs> at the point it was doing the really good wheelies. That was a 377 small block that we were leaving at like 6,000 RPM and just sidestepping the clutch <laughs> with a ten and a half inch slick. <laughs> so. It was it was eleven O's, eleven teens all week, and then it gave us one ten ninety nine at the end of the week, yeah. and uh, then never gave us another ten in that combination. <laughs> Did the motor blow up shortly after? Because that's usually how that goes. Uh, so that one actually la- that that engine lasted from two thousand nine up until twenty sixteen. Damn. We did, you know, did did freshen ups over the winter, you know, check the bearings and just make sure everything was good. And the what ended up doing it in was a broken rod bolt. Um, we were in 2016. We were getting ready to take it to Austin to run at Circuit of the Americas, uh, the second year that we were running in the Optima series, and doing a track day that summer, like June. We were going to Austin in August. Uh, blew up the motor on the back straight at a local track here, and got to do this mad thrash to put together the motor that's in it. That's still in it now. See, that's why I want to build a mad small block, right? Because I think. I want to teach these drift nerds something. <laughs> Look, Look oh, here, you kids. Need SR twenty one J. Watch this, bitch. Like three grand. Just throw that in there. This it's block done. was built in nineteen seventy two. Y'all heard of cast iron before? <laughs> Wait, are SRs cast? Mode? Yeah, are they aluminum? Yeah, cast aluminum. I think cast aluminum, not cast iron. No, the oh. head still aluminum, but the block. I think it's iron. Is it an iron yeah, block? So, or, yeah, ours ours is an iron block. It's actually an aftermarket block. There's really nothing I don't remember. Chevy about it left on the current one. The, the 377 that we had in it originally was a stock block. but 377 is a, a cool motor. So it's a 400 block with a 350 crank, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Instead of the other so, way. Most people do a 350 block, board out, usually because they tore up the other the original block, and then they'll put a 400 crank in it, and that's how you get a 383. Stroker, air quotes. Yeah, so we built that 377 to just turn crazy RPM, and and it was built really specifically as a drag racing motor. And then whenever we get to started autocrossing, it like all coming out of slower corners. It was kind of like it wasn't really happy until it was turning like 4,500 or 5,000 RPM. So it gained a reputation pretty quickly because we still had like drag race gears in it and everything else <laughs> just screaming around with like this 105 decibel exhaust on it and like, we were we were those guys for a little bit at the autocross course <laughs> oh but it sounded glorious though for some reason those old small blocks when they're turning really crazy rpms sound so cool yeah, it gets a it from like 6000 on it gains another it just gains another level it's especially with we we run an X pipe on it with Magnaflows, so it gives it a a whole different sound even from what a normal small block is. Yeah, yeah, I think six thousand RPMs where VTEC kicks in <laughs> on those small blocks, so that's probably, yeah, that's yeah. probably why it felt power difference. Careful, I'm out for blood today. I think <laughs> apparently we had a week off. He's got all kinds of shit talking. Yeah, to I got, got yeah, a list. People have been talking shit on the group. I got to get some people back where they can't get me. Yeah. <laughs> Go start your own podcast and come after me, nerd. <laughs> we can wow. check off the Honda boys. On yeah, the Honda. I got SR20 right in. Yeah. Yeah. No, Subarus true. in my sights. I will get them later. <laughs> So how did you go from uh, 2016? Sounds like this was still a drag car. So how'd you go from that to you went to autocross at that point, right? So not you didn't enter the Optima Challenge at that point. It was just autocross. 
Yes. Yeah, so it was actually like the summer of 2014. We, we started the transition um, and that basically consisted of like changing the front springs out and just putting at, at first 285 uh, tires on it and then moved up to 315s. Uh, so 2015, we started really uh, getting more serious about the autocross, did our first Optima event then at uh, Texas Motor Speedway and actually podiumed in the vintage class there. And that was like that, that was like getting the that was like your drug dealer telling you that the first hit is free, you know, like <laughs> stood up so on now the, we're doing this. Yeah. So stood up on the podium with the guys from uh, Ride Tech uh, that oh, yeah. were running the 48 hour Corvette and the 48 hour Camaro. And it was like, this is this is otherworldly cool and we have to do more of it. And it kind of spiraled from there. So each each offseason since then, we've kind of like going into 2016, we were going to run at Coda. So we was like, OK, this hundred and thirty dollar summit fuel cell and these cheapy racing seats we have in here have got to go like we've got to get some serious safety gear in here if we're going to run at a Formula One track. So we've got a fuel safe cell and some good Cobra seats. And then uh, the the offseason between 16 and 17 made some suspension changes, nothing really drastic. And then over the last year, we blew the whole front end off of the car and completely redid the front suspension, went with a, uh, a custom valve set of Penske shocks and really improved a lot of the geometry and just kind of like last last off season was the one where we just lost our minds and just kind of went double throw down at it and said you know what are all the what are the the big things we can tackle in a 90-day period that will give us the most return and it paid off this year so what's the rear suspension setup on that car so it is and this to to explain this we have to go back to 2005 whenever we got the car the like Detroit speed and all the bolt-on stuff was just really starting to come out and it was also really expensive like as it still is and we I actually got an issue of Hot Rod Magazine that had a 69 Camaro in it that they were running in Formula Drift at the time to tell you how far Formula D has come since then too and it had a truck arm set up under it like what is under like a NASCAR stock car Um, so it's literally just two trailing arms that run up to a point it's about a a foot wide in the center of the car and it's it's the same thing that you find under a 60 to 66 chevy truck and they run it in nascar they were running it under this formula d car um, we knew a lot of guys that were running it under trucks that were running like nitrous small blocks and going really fast i was like okay so we want to go around corners and we want to drag race uh, this looks like it'll do both and it has basically no adjustments so it's either going to work or it won't and we can't screw it up so and it mm-hmm. it it bites really hard out of corners. It launches really hard in the, in the speed stop in the Optima events and has some things that we've kind of worked around with, you know, not really being optimal for the, like the lift points and that kind of thing, but it's worked out pretty well. And it, it's people, whenever you tell them what it is and they look under it, they scratch their heads and are like, how are you doing that? <laughs> I may have to ask you some more questions about that off the air. I'm just kind of curious. Cause yeah, that's, I've never even heard of that. Tony Angelo, did a conversion on a car with leaf springs and he did a three link. So I was, yeah. curious, I was thinking you probably had a three link. Yeah. The, the three links, the ideal way to go. And okay. I, I'm, we're kind of just stubborn at this point, sticking with the truck arms. I think we could make, we could, we could correct a lot of things that it does if we went to a three link. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of cool that you look in the, in the backseat area and it still just looks like a, a pretty well stocked Camaro and with a three link, we're getting into you know, cutting quite a bit of that out. And, and it, it's a, 
silly thing is is cut up as a lot of the other things are on the car. It's a silly thing to hold on to, but I just kind of <laughs> it's kind of cool that it still looks like a Camaro on the inside to a it's point. A street so, car, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so I think on that three link setup. If I remember correctly, and it was on that Cuda, I think you have yeah, to bring was, that third link basically into the back seat yep. and tie it in somewhere. And I can't remember how he tied that in to the car. I'd have to go back and watch that episode of Hot Rod Garage again when they did the Fishtail Cuda. But it's it's like an undertaking. It's not exactly something you say, yeah, I'm just going to throw this three link in because there's not a bolt-in kit for it. Yeah, yeah there's – and the the problem on the, on the second-gen Camaros especially is there's just no like – there's no room in front of the rear end up top. There's like the, the Detroit Speed Quadrolink kits have a they they do a four link on them that's triangulated, but it's a really short upper link. And it's I mean they're they're working around the constraints of the of the car and it works really well. But for something where you're you're going into a racing you know a predominantly a, a racing setup, there's some drawbacks to it. So. Yeah, getting it all getting all packaged in there is it was a it was a trip with the truck arms and it's it's a trip with pretty well any other setup too. But Is your subframe welded together the two subframes. Yeah, so we did uh, we did uh, square tubing um, subframe connectors on it. Okay. Uh, the whole it's still the stock subframe on the front, but we've um, it's all the you know all the welds we've gone back over and, and you know done all the pinch welds on it um over the winter we cut out the factory spring pockets went to an outboard mounted uh, coil over so it mm-hmm. essentially looks like if you've seen c prepared cars at the yeah. cca stuff it looks like a cp car underneath we just don't have the the 14 inch slicks hanging off of it i see what this is this is <clears throat> michael wanted to talk to dustin because he's taking yeah, notes so he, he, yeah, I can come back and listen. Yeah, to I guess I can I can see the gears turning. Yeah, just like, yeah I didn't I realize what do I, I do? I realize this before, but he's this is personal game. Yeah, definitely. Like, Dustin, well, do you yeah. think a two J would fit in your Camaro? <laughs> in your Camaro? Um, I don't know. It's I don't long. know how long those engines are. That's the that's the trick. I think they're very long, quite long. Yeah, is your. Well, I mean, you can always go rear mount with the radiator. Then that just, was my next question. Just where's go your, full FD car. Where's your radiator? Yeah, so it's still stock, uh, still stock location on the radiator. We've we basically bought like the biggest um, northern aluminum racing radiator we could get to fit in there and be able to run a, a really hot 400 block small block in the in 100 degree weather and be able to run track days and stuff with it. That's fair. Uh, so let's talk about Optima. So you got involved in Optima. Um, you won your class this year, which was a huge deal. Um, walk us through the progression of the series this year. Uh, so this year we, so we we lucked into making it to the Invitational at the end of the year last year. We we ran the New Orleans event um, early in the year. It was the only one we signed up for, and we were fast. Got got hit pretty hard in in the design and engineering, the judged part of it, and for. For people that aren't familiar with it, there's five segments in, in the weekend. It's a, it's a two-day event. Um, there's uh, three timed events, autocross, speed stop, which is like an acceleration and braking, kind of a mini autocross, and then uh, the road course like time trial. And then there's also a road rally where you go out and prove that the car is a street car. Just go out to a checkpoint, and they check you off. You get 100 points for that. And then the design and engineering where they – judge how well the car is built, how, you know, how much of a street car it is basically. And so we, 
we lucked into qualifying for Vegas last year and went out there and weren't super happy with our performance. So came at, came back at it this year with kind of a, a focus on making it back to Vegas and kind of writing that and, and having the performance out there that we knew we were capable of. Um, so in doing that, we signed up for three events. It was like, so if nothing else, you know, if we can't win our way in, um, like the winners in each class get an invite. And then they also, at the end of the year, will take like the top points getters. Like they have a, they have a field size that they want in Las Vegas and they take the top people that didn't qualify it that are you know, higher up in the points standings for the season. Uh, they get invites as well. So signed up for three events. Like if we do decent at all those, we'll at least get in on points and then we can make it back out there. And so new Orleans and like April, we got there. There's another guy from Texas named Chris Ramey that has a C4 Corvette with a stupid high horsepower LS motor in it that we ended up behind him at the end of the weekend by two points and just was kicking myself all the way back. Like looking at where we, you know, just a 10th of a second here, a 10th of a second there, we could have made up that two points and gotten our invite and thinking, Oh man, like it's an uphill battle now to, to make it back to Vegas. Um, went from there to NCM and Bowling Green and each, each one of these events is crazy. Like you get there and you're looking around at the field of cars that you're running against and it's people you've, you've seen on the show, you know, there, it's a, it's a pretty tight knit community and, you know, looking around at these guys and every, every time we get to the event, still, I, I look around and go, can we like, are, are we on this level? <laughs> like, can we, can we hang with these guys? And, uh, had the same thing happen in NCM and ended up, um, let me see. Carl looks good. Oh. These photos that you've sent to Robbie, we're taking a look if you're on YouTube. Yeah, doing a little autocross section here. Yeah, like the uh, mountains in the background, and yeah, this, this is a perfect uh, background I think for that's a theater. Vegas, isn't it? I would think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the the majority of the ones I sent. Sorry, I had to. It's it was such a crazy year. I had to confirm. Yeah, so we ended up <laughs> we ended up winning the class in in Bowling Green. That one was was a blur. We I that tra- we were in the full grand course there. That track is insane. Um, it's like 50 something corners. It feels like whenever you're on it, um, didn't get any, like it's not in simulators or anything else. So it's, it, it was just chasing my tail the whole day on Sunday, trying to, trying to get on top of the track. But we ended up, we ended up getting the, the event win there after like just narrowly by a few points. Um, then went to Barber Motorsports Park and coming into Barber, I was like, I, like we, I'm not going to drive around on Sunday and learn the track again, like barbers and I racing and a couple of others. So built a sim rig, like showed up at barber. We had a terrible day on Saturday in the autocross and then got out on Sunday. And it was like, the track was exactly like what it was in I racing. I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to be cool. <laughs> um, and then, so that one was the, the first time that there was really the full field there that, uh, there's a guy named Larry Wu that is a, a perennial powerhouse in the class that uh, spent a good portion of the year getting his car put back together after some uh, stuff at the end of the year last year. And we ended up getting the win there. And it was like, okay, this we're, we're where we hoped to be. We're beyond where we hope to be, honestly. 
And uh, that set us up for being able to compete for the the season points. So we added Road America at the end of the year. And I think whenever we, whenever I was on after Formula D, uh, that was right leading up to Road America. Yeah. And um, went up there and I think we ended up, we ended up third behind uh, Kyle Tucker that owns uh, Detroit Speed Engineering and uh, Larry that I mentioned before. And just running with those guys that weekend and just like kind of being on the same level as them is was it was surreal it's still surreal like thinking about it (laughs) we've seen most of those cars because a lot of those guys do the good guys stuff too and so like we've seen the detroit speed car and like mike desold's camaro which i don't is he in the same class as you uh so mike he could technically i think add a little bit to the car and run in the vintage class but he he runs uh, in the GTL, so he runs in the, the lightweight class. Okay. But, like, we've seen a lot of those cars. The The level of engineering and and professional level of build quality that those cars, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, the money poured into those things yeah. is just unreal. And, I mean, it's so cool that just a, a random guy is able to keep up with the dude that owns Detroit Speed. <laughs> You know, yeah, that and beat him. That will never. <laughs> so the first, the first event that we ran um, in 2015, Kyle was there with the uh, second gen that they have, and we talked to him, and he was super cool, and like shared way more info about the setup. Like he was, we talked to him whenever he was uh, getting the car changed over for the road course, and just a super cool guy. So that, and that, that's what makes it cool. Is it's you know, there's there's definitely all these different levels of builds that are out there and different um, levels of people that are competing in it. But it's, I mean, it's, everybody's just super cool and it's, you know, it's, it's competitive, but it's laid back. And they, I mean, they, uh, Jimmy day that runs the series at the, in, in the driver's meeting, every, every event, he says, you know, this, we're, we're out here to compete. We're out here to, to, you know, get the best out of our cars and the best out of ourselves. But if you're, if you're out here and you're not going to have a good time because you don't walk away with the trophy, like you need to go find another place to play. <laughs> That's a pretty open rule book, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's not quite, so it's like not on, quite the, on cam, the, but yeah, it's not, it's not quite cam, but we're, I mean, for the, for the vintage class, it's 3,200 pounds. It's, any motor combination, any suspension combination, um, 200 treadwear tire, but yeah. And so that kind of limits you, you know, as to that's, that's the, the kind of the, what levels the playing field, you know, you can build something that makes 1200 horsepower, but you've still got to put it through a 335 whenever you go to the track. So, right. That's how more things should be. It, it simplifies things. No doubt I mean, for everybody. Dustin's proof that just because you have an open rule book doesn't mean that, the grassroots guys can't compete. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's not always that, you know, I mean, obviously money is good. It's not not great to have. No, it's certainly not going to hurt your chances, but it's not a hundred percent necessary. No. Or having a shop sponsored car or whatever. Right. Investing in the car over the winter definitely didn't hurt our chances. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You guys made some big improvements and the stuff that you guys did is not something that Joe Schmo, you know, no experience. Right. For a second you're year racing, dive into, you know, even you're not going to dive into putting custom rear suspension off of a truck onto your Camaro no. for your first modification. You know, you got those those 
guys that are just naturally super talented, but they don't know how to build, right. you know, they're not, they're, they're at a disadvantage there or don't have somebody that can help them with the build process. So right. it takes the right person, the right combination of people, the right team. Did your dad do a lot of drag racing before you guys started racing this Camaro? So he, he drag raced whenever, uh, from like 1980 up until like 91 went from a, had a big block Chevelle and then had a rear engine dragster and then had another rear engine dragster that ended up, um, he ended up wrecking. So we, I grew up at the drag strip and we own a, a parts store and machine shop. So I grew up you know, put, putting parts on the shelf there and, you know, walking around blocks and heads sitting on the floor. So didn't, didn't really have any choice, but to end up involved in this in some, <laughs> in some yeah, way. Cool. Yeah. But that experience is, is really important for a small team like that to be able to draw on that when it comes to building cars, even if it's just like welding a bracket on something, you know, sometimes we, we, we don't think about, or we don't appreciate some of those opportunities and things that we have because we have some know-how. I think I see that at work a lot. We'll get these younger kids who like never swung a hammer in their lives or used a wrench. And like the, the things that I take for granted, just in using simple hand tools that I don't realize the general public doesn't understand is mind boggling. Yeah. Well, even stupid (laughs) stuff. Like I think if you asked most 18 year olds to find a stud, they'd point at themselves. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you put the stud finder on your chest, it does set off. It does go off. Now, hold on. So you're talking about your chest or everybody's (laughs) chest? Just his. Just his. I've only tested mine. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see see where this is going. (laughs) He was 18 once too, apparently. Right. We're all men. Let's be real. (laughs) We do stupid shit sometimes. All the time. (laughs) Stupid jokes in front of women. We make that face and they go, you're a moron. And I go, eh. You can hang your own photos on the wall. My wife was not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I think she was. We get it. We're there. We laughed. (laughs) It's fine. So anyway, it's cool that you guys can kind of put that together and, and run a pretty impressive season in an impressive car. I think your car garners a lot of attention. I think the color helps a lot and do you have bc racing wheels yes so they that that was what i was going to say like the one of the big changes we made over the winter was putting a set of bc forged wheels on it we actually got i've got a friend uh has a a company called race ready motorsport that got set up with them that got us set up with those wheels and yeah they like there's never been the car's always been one of those like where people would talk to us and be like you know it's just you walk by it five times and then you stop and look at it and you see details on it. And now it's like people are walking by it and they're like, who made those wheels? <laughs> <laughs> when they came to grid life, was that two years ago? Yeah. They had some of those wheels. They're cool. They're I, awesome. I think their yeah. wheels are actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. And the, the finish that we got on those, it, I, we saw them at SEMA and I got to look at a, a, lot, of, a lot of the wheels in person and getting like, it was one of those, like, I photoshopped it. And it was like, I think this will work. I don't know. And we got them and put them on. And it was like, holy crap. That just, that, it looks like a completely different car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a big just, change when you put them on. Just changing yeah, those, yeah. So, all this Optima streetcar challenge stuff ties into SEMA, too, which has allowed you the last couple of years to go to SEMA and experience that. Um, what was that like this year? So this was this was actually my fourth time at the show. I've been going for work since 2015, and then the last two years I, I was able to um, 
sneak it into the schedule where I can go and work part of the week and then get to play and actually walk the show part of the week too. And yeah, it's, I mean, every, everything you can see about the show, about how big it is, about how over the top it is, about how good the cars are and how bad the cars are all at the same time. Like (laughs) you, you can't appreciate it until you're actually there. And I mean, you can, you can just walk forever and it's just cars and cars and cars and cars and people and trucks and trucks. Yeah. And big giant trucks with 30 inch wheels and 15 inch exhaust pipes coming out of the bed. <laughs> Speaking of, did you find Kelderman? Cause he's from down the road from us. You probably would I recognize s- that name from the other 6 billion names that are there, but right. next time you're so there, I've Kelderman's been- Iowa. Yeah. I'd heard of Kelderman before. I think one of the, like one of the power, power block shows uh maybe extreme four by four he put one of their setups on a truck a long time ago he's friends with stacy david maybe i know he's for sure friends with rutledge everybody i think he's friends with stacy but i know for sure he's friends with rutledge wood like a close friend jeff the son right the middle generation or whatever his dad started it right so he's he's a really nice guy he came to an autocross yeah one day and uh they bonded over watches. We did talk about watches. <laughs> Weird. He, he also had a Breitling, I think, at the time. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's what that started was probably, that, probably pre-Breitling for you, though, wasn't it? Because that's been a while. That, was, that like, was a long time ago. That was like six years ago or something yeah. like that. Oh, I thought it was more recent than that. No, it was quite... No, uh, I yeah, haven't... Even before. Uh, you, you had a Breitling six years ago? No, no, no. He did. Oh. Yeah. I thought you bonded over the fact that you both had Breitling. No, 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 no. We were just talking I about... I wasn't like oh. the Porsche guy. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. Yeah, it was like me talking to the Porsche guy about the Porsche, not me talking yeah. to the Porsche guy about his Breitling. Does gotcha. that make sense? Right. Well, yeah, now it does. I <laughs> was shopping with Jeff and the Porsche guy. Like, yes. oh, tell me about your Porsche, right? <laughs> and your Breitling. And yeah. your Breitling. Fa- fact finding. I was so you're, so you're saying you six go. years ago, yes. you talked to a guy about a Breitling and then found one. Yes. And then this year, you talked to a guy about a Porsche. Talk to multiple people. Some guys, yes. About Porsches. Yes. And okay, some I'm just, Corvettes. I'm just, I'm just seeing how this is going to play. It's a pattern. Yeah, 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 I like it. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> he's he's an intelligent man. He does his research. Did a little research. Remember to talk to the guy? He said, get a C6. Remember that whole conversation? Yeah. The Genesis Yo. guy? Yeah, yeah. Yo. We talked, talked about, about Porsches with Yo. Grid oh, life, shit. guys. Yeah, I need to call Yo. Let's <laughs> go drive his Porsche. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's man. just a it's thing. It's no big deal. It's yeah. just it's like a lifestyle. It's just <laughs> I like how you have enough projects. Plus, you want to do something to this Camaro now, based on this this interview. Why well, <laughs> the opportunity is here to ask the man that's done it about the things? <laughs> I like it. He's just capitalizing I'm, I'm on to... his opportunities. That's what the podcast is all about. And that, that finding and that, how that far has... we can get places. Just act like we I'm belong. I'm happy to come here and, and spark the uh, flame that ignites inside of a high revving small block. So yes. there we go. I think it's the right decision. It's just the RX-7 is going to get it first. <laughs> and the Camaro is going to get it a 2J or 1J because I just find that that will annoy people. And I really want a straight six with a turbo on it and I don't know what to put it in. And I'm not going to tear the drivetrain and all the shit out of the RX-7 out that I just did. Oh, yeah. I'm not about that life. Right. The well, Genesis is just not that car. So Genesis is not the right car for that. certainly not going to fit in the Fiat. That Genesis ain't sticking around. That means speaking of, speaking of which, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, sorry, Dusty, you're going to have to hang out. We're for ruining second. your interview. <laughs> I realized Uh-oh. if you want to talk about if people want to get all high and mighty about the 2J and how that's great and blah, 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 and all that <laughs> shit, you want a straight six with a turbocharger on it? Okay. Mercedes is making one again. Go buy a Mercedes. Oh. What's, what Isn't that weird? What are they putting it in? The Mercedes has decided Instead they're going to make an inline six with a turbo on it. 
Yeah, and that's sure. like their AMG engine now. I don't know. I just found that to be very weird. It's I don't all, know. It's cool. Because enthusiasts are like, oh, BMWs are all four cylinders now, blah, blah, blah. Well, go buy a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make the TJ anymore. Get over it. <laughs> but does uh, it come with a manual and in a in brown and in a wagon? I think That's you can get the, it in brown and in a wagon, but not a manual. And you can get monoblock wheels. So you just have to pay like $85,000 for it. Oof. It's a big chunk of change. Oof. It's not cheap. It's a lot of money. It makes people under Lobnick very angry. So I got a question about some of the Optimus stuff for you, Dustin, because I, okay. I want to know how this works. The the D&E portion, every time I see people, like when I've, I've caught a couple of the Optimus shows and stuff like that, and every time I see people talking about that, they're always dreading that specific portion. And it's always like, we did well in the timed events, and we did well in this, and then we got super screwed in the D&E, and we ended up in third. Walk me through this, because I want to know why people struggle with it so much. Like, what what is it that's so difficult about it, and why is it such an issue? So, I think part of it, and I, and I, I think part of it is the nature of people that, that want to drive cars fast. You know, we're kind of control freaks, and that's the one part of the weekend that's kind of out of your control. Right. Um, you, you roll the car in, you get two and a half minutes to explain it front to back. And so do they ask you the questions or do you have like a, a speech that you've prepared and you're going through some bullet items and you're just like pointing at it as you go or how does that work? Yeah. So I have, I have a note that I keep in my phone that I have, basically I have a high point for each different category. Uh, they, you know, the, we have the, we know the categories, we know what they're going through on their judging little iPads that they use. So I have basically a two and a half minute thing where I just hit on like one high point for each one of those different categories. And ideally I, I talk just enough about it to spark interest. And then they ask the questions because you get two and a half minutes and then you have to stop talking, but they can ask you questions. And if they uh. get you started on a question, you can keep on explaining, you know, you can, you can start that dialogue back and forth and talk with them and kind of further explain, you know, what's going on with your car and what makes it special. So it's the, I think the, the big thing of it. And like, it was, it was crazy for us this year. It was a roller coaster. Like we finished third overall in NOLA in the, in the judging, not like third in class, but like third overall. And I couldn't like, I I can't, I still can't wrap my head around that. Like (laughs) our car is not that like, it's, it's, it's cool for what it is, but it's not that nice. Like this is, you know, this is something that judges cars based on like the overall you know package that it is and how how well it's been put together and i mean our our car is a race car like it's it's been together for nearly 10 years like we've we've done what we can to make it not you know to to class it up in some different ways but it's it's still a race car and there's a lot of like full on show cars out here that are also really stupid fast yeah it's not mike desold's camaro <laughs> Because yeah. yeah. I've seen that car multiple times now, and it it's incredible. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no there's nowhere that you can look on Mike's car and not see something that just makes you makes you either drop your job because it's so crazy, or you know want to dig into it and figure out you know how they how they did that, why they did that, you know, because it's so, it's a car that that everything but the outside skin was built, you know, was purpose built to do what it's doing. I don't know. If you guys know which car that is, uh, at Good Guys, 
the first year we went as a yeah. group. Yeah. His was the, it's the 68, first gen Camaro, whatever it is. You shared a picture that I shot of it. And actually, yeah, he shared a picture that I shot of it. It's the one that, uh, it's the one that it. had the, like, saddle leather. Yeah, I, seats I, I, I and know the, that and one. the airplane gauges yep. and stuff in it. I don't know if that's yeah, still it, in there. It looks not, like if but. you if you just took a P fifty one and put wheels on it, yeah. basically. It was super cool though. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to look to find that picture. I, I know the picture we're talking about. I can't share it with you because at this point in time, Android has decided it's the appropriate time to update my phone. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie, you're on your own. It's on our Facebook page. If you were went to find the oldest good guys, which would be like what? Yeah, I mean, no, 700 it'd be, it'd be pictures ago. 2017. Just find the good guys of Don't that worry about al- it. album. I'm not, I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, who though. cares? But yeah. yeah. It's anybody that's that interested can just type do sold Camaro and it yeah. will definitely be the first thing that comes up in, a, in the result of a thousand images like right let's do that yeah his his shop's actually like 20 minutes down the road from it's kind of what i figured because you seem like you know him semi-well through social media that i've seen so i assumed he was somewhat local yeah we so the first time he brought that car out uh, was at a test and tune event we did leading up to optima in 2015 and it had no front clip on it. it was just all like tube chassis hanging out everywhere and I told him, like, you're like, people are going to write rules about this car. Like, you're, <laughs> yep. you're going to be the reason that there is a no tube chassis rule. And so far it hasn't happened, but I, I still feel like that'll probably be something that happens someday. I think they opened the cam up to allow tube chassis cars for this year. Even. I mean, he's been, he's been running it locally. I don't know that he's really, I guess he did like cam challenge with it down here. Yeah. But. So. Who's your buddy with the gold Trans Am? It's about the same year, seventy-eight. Yeah, there it's uh, that's Greg and Seth Shear. They've got yeah, it's a seventy-eight Trans Am. They've got a run of four hundred Pontiac in it, and oh, I think I they're know, yeah, actually yeah. in the process of putting an LS in it now. Damn it! They, uh, Come on, yes. No, leave the Pontiacs <laughs> in the Pontiacs. Dang it, people! Nah, the LS is came in Pontiacs. Yeah, but it's still. That's not the same. No, nah, you get the, pon- the you get the Pontiac the engine cover. You put that on there. Bam! Look, Pontiac. Yeah, it's either a GTO or a Camaro or a Corvette based on the cover. Or a G8. Firebird. Yeah, or a Firebird. It's, it's Firebird it's a covers. Pontiac. It's all the same. It's a Pontiac. It's you're capitalism. Really, you're really triggering my father right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I should get one? I'm gonna get covers for my my LS, and it's gonna say Corvette on one side. It's gonna say GTO on the other. And it's just gonna piss everybody off. I don't know that anybody would really care. Well, fine. I'm his not dad gonna... would care. Yeah. That's probably about it. <laughs> well, I don't want to piss off his dad. <laughs> like he would it. already be so triggered from the fact that it's in a Nissan to begin with that they would just wouldn't know what to do. I think he's yeah. good with that. No, no he's nope. not. No? We had a, I've had a long <laughs> discussion with him about... Why, why would he do that? Why would you waste <laughs> oh, your time? That's right. I remember. Just buy a Camaro. I remember this because a Camaro doesn't it weighs do eight hundred pounds yeah. more and blah 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 blah. Like, yeah. why would you waste your time? Just buy the car that that motor came in and no. move on with your life. No, I, I, it doesn't do what I want it to do. And I, I, it's such a weird thing for him to say that because we've pulled lots of motors in and out <laughs> of lots of things in my lifetime for his vehicles. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's okay. Most of the time, it's been correcting a, round, a wrong, and by that I mean taking a small taking block a Chevy, Chevy out of a Firebird and putting a Pontiac <laughs> back in it like it should have been. But that's not the point. Our so. dads div- live different lifestyles. My dad <laughs> told me he wants to buy a key pickup. <laughs> I found week. him one. I know, and you found him one. <laughs> Dude, he, he I almost it. caused a traffic accident trying to get those. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. My dad's like multiple times more JDM than I am. 
<laughs> that's good. What's going on, dude? That thing that was like a newer Suzuki had heat. It was air, like really new. Gets like, like 25, 30 miles to the gallon. It's super. I know. That's why. Stop selling them. He's already. He's already sold. No it price like though. Super vehicle. annoying. I don't. He just wants to like. I mean, it kind of makes sense driving around the. They don't have a farm, but like the acreage and the, the compound. The I compound feel like and gets yeah. Look at. Robbie, wouldn't that be great on your property? Just tool around, pick up trees and shit that you cut down? Well, I also feel no, like that would be great to show up to a job site with. It'd be hilarious. Fuck that, yeah. That would be perfect. Roll up to Menards with that thing. <laughs> but do like a full stoppy, like four wheels locked up <laughs> when you roll into the parking stop. Well, yeah, you're in a hurry. You got things to do. Yeah, obviously. You're you're a busy man. You're a man of uh, excellence and uh, integrity if you're driving around one of those. Yeah. People know. You make a scene. I understand. Do they sell any here, or are they all right-hand? They're all JDM right-hand drive. I think they're all JDM right-hand nice. drive. That's even they can't better. be because that Suzuki was built in 2001. That How clearly, did it get here? Exactly. I think that what 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 hand drive was that? I one? thought all the importers were bringing those remember. in. I didn't even think to look. I don't remember. I, just saw, I saw it was like, but yeah, it's newer. That's it. I would assume it can be road legal. Or maybe, maybe maybe none of them are road legal. No, know, the, gets, the old ones are. Maybe it gets titled like a like a UTV. Like yeah, a Razor. We used to be able to buy those stupid little vans. They got those imported somehow legally. How, 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 how small are these engines? Six hundred sixty cc's with turbos. Oh, it's a little bigger than I thought. Gridlight's got like three of those. Yeah, the vans. vans. Maybe they don't care because it's not a GTR. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're all illegal and no one cares. I think you can get ones older than 25 years. So. I don't yeah. think a cop's going to like stop you in that. If it's got a plate on it. Slightly lower profile than the Paul Walker uh, graphics on the side <laughs> of your GTR. I think that might be part of the problem. <laughs> a little bit. You're just pissing the police off. Yeah. They're, Mainly because you're two-stepping. I've they're... seen a lot of like United States plated that weren't Florida R34s this year, and I still don't understand how they're doing it. Why would they crush my car? There were like three of <laughs> them at Grid Life. I know there were with Illinois plates on them. Yeah, yeah, which is weird because there were Ontario plates. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, there was that one with sense. an Ontario plate. That's perfectly acceptable. That, yeah, because the it's S15s we've seen there have been Canadian, Canadian. Canadian. Yep. But then you see all these R34s. I'm like, how is that here? Yeah, there's. Yeah, you can jump through hoops to get them here, but then. It's all good till it's not good. Yeah, you can keep them for like a year. Yeah, I think you, and then you can't drive them on the road except for a certain amount of miles. Then when you pass that, and so then like the next year, they can crush them. Do you want to invest like fifteen grand in that enterprise fi- with fi- the possibility that it's like fifty grand? No, for, not for, for a GTR. A, no. Yes. No. Yes. A thirty-four in Japan. In Japan, to no. get one here. Well, no, if you went and bought one in Japan and brought it here, I don't think it would be 50 grand. And the only reason I say that is because wrong. their cars depreciate like mofos out there. Yeah, but the, you can the, get they're a, you still can get so FD. sought after. You can get an FD for like $1,000. No. No, you can. I'm serious, you can. You're messing with me right no, now. No, no, no. Go, go. There's a, car, a Mighty Car mighty car Mods, right? I'm with you on this they one. Went, they went to Japan and they found an FD. It was literally like 700 bucks. The problem is that... that uh, the older the car gets, the more strict the yeah to maintain the, them to keep the them. update policy needs to be. So like you have, they even get to the point where like if you're not maintaining stupid shit on it, then you can't license it anymore. Yeah, and and, and so I, they just don't people yeah. stop doing it. Thirty fours might be way more money, but I'm just saying that you can get like JDM supercars and shit for no money. Maybe not the thirty four. The thing is like you can't you can buy it through a through right. a. a Import. You got to get it at a, yeah yeah you got to get it like at auction in Japan, right? right. That's going to be the cheapest way to buy it. Which not everybody's going to have that opportunity or know how to import it. 
all that stuff. But right, but you still can't do it legally. No, <laughs> but people are doing it. But I think that's what they're doing is they're going there and buying them air quotes cheap and yeah, and then like getting them over here and risking it. So yeah. whatever that cost is, is you know, not worth it. To me, it's not. You just got to get hooked just, up with the uh, Lone Star Drift guys. Do they have a bunch of cars that shouldn't be here? He brought over like a JZX90. I don't know if that's like. No, I think that's old enough. I think. Okay. Well, I think if you if you bring a car here and you, you're just going to make it a race car and you're not going to plate it, like I don't think that's an issue. Maybe uh, it is. I think it still is. Is it still an yeah, issue? Yeah, because you can only have it for a year. Even if you're not going to. Played it in the street. I'm pretty driving. sure. Mm. Someone was telling me that, it, yeah, it's like one year. Because it's that not sucks. showing display, but it's still like, you can have it for the track season. That's lame. Hmm. There's a lot of rules. A, lot a bunch of, of malarkey. Law, laws and malarkey. rules that are just a waste of time. Like, it's not hurting anybody. So why do we have to worry about it? Yeah. So tell but. us about SEMA. <laughs> yeah, we kind of got off there. <laughs> Weird, huh? Oh, yeah, there's a guest here. <laughs> So, yeah, the the craziest thing over the years, I think, has just been, like, running into people that you see on TV shows or, you know, like, you know, different web series and stuff. This year I ran into um, Steve Brule that's on Engine Masters with Freiburger and Dulcich. Yeah. And, you know, just running into those people and, and talking to them and realizing that they're just, you know, they're just people. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> He was super cool. I, I told him that he deserved a medal for putting up with those two week in and week out. He just cracked up. Engine um, Masters is one of my favorites. I love that show. That's good. Yeah, and like I, like I told him, like I wouldn't think that something where you're just dynoing engines would have like a lot of like mainstream appeal. And the way they do it, and he said, he said straight up, he was like, yeah, like the the reason it's interesting and the reason like it's fun for us is because we're just curious, like. <laughs> Like we just sit around and have these these third corona questions of like what happens if you just bash the crap out of a set of headers? Like what does it do? And, Would and never have guessed the result of that one. Right. Never. So and like talked to Randy Popes for like thirty minutes this year on Friday. Um running into the guys or talking to the guys with the, the big red Camaro that kind of started the pro touring thing last year at the Holly booth was super cool. Um, it's just, it's, it's just so cool that everyone from this industry is, is in this one place, you know, for this one week a year. Um, and this year the, the Hoonigan setup was probably the craziest thing I've ever seen involving cars in my life. Like (laughs) no exaggeration. Um, they had the, like the, the mini donut garage or, you know, the, the, like the yard, like they have on the YouTube show set up and we're just, we caught the last show on Friday. So everybody was just burning stuff down in this thing. And it was just nuts. People packed in, you know, 15 deep around the sta- around the, the guardrails that were definitely not going to stop a car if it got out of control. <laughs> Uh, Didn't you get screwed out of riding with Von Gittin? Wow. Had to um, so my, my boss <laughs> I just want to twist and I have to talk about Von all the fun shit he gets to do. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, I, uh, I, I was not, he, he was not my favorite person as I was watching him slide around in the, in the Von Gittin Mustang for sure. 
figures. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the the senior person here. Sorry. Boss man suck. slides in. Sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah, he's also, in the time that I've been there, he's also gotten to drive a full-size monster truck and <laughs> a couple of other things that were just really, like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of you right now. That's awesome. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do if I had that opportunity. For sure, take it. Yeah, you'd take it full Absolutely, advantage, of course. But, but, like, oof, that's a lot of responsibility. A little bit. Working working for uh, – I work for Traxxas. We make RC cars and stuff. So we're, working for a company that does that and has a lot of motorsports sponsorships and that kind of stuff has, has, been, has been advantageous in, in different ways. <laughs> Any other thoughts from SEMA? Um, I mean, kind of the same thing that I said about, about Formula D, like you just have to go and see it to, to fully appreciate it, both the, the good and the bad. Like it's every, you know, the, the nicest brand new builds, like, uh, um, one of the coolest this year was a roadster shop built, uh, follow up to the rampage Camaro that they call road rage. That's built like a street car with these crazy wide carbon fiber fender flares on it and it's just immaculate top to bottom like standing there next to that car in person is just mind-boggling um standing next to 50 riced out lifted huge pro trucks is also <laughs> mind-boggling in a different way <laughs> didn't you say the one that you posted on your facebook you said the the brake calipers were actually outside of the inside of the rim that's how far out it was pushed yeah, so pretty well all of them. They're using these gigantic wheel spacers on them, and yeah, I don't know how they're making the wheel hubs hold up to them. But yeah, it's apparently I, apparently they're smarter than I am because there was a ton of them. That I, I think it outnumbered any other type of like v, you know type of car there. It, it has to. It's just there's just no end to it. It's it it's completely insane. It must just be a really profitable thing for shops to do. That it has to, and I, yeah. and I think and it, so. There's so I many shops. You know, I think it's the diesel shops that are doing all the performance stuff with you know, putting the giant turbos and big exhaust on them, and you might as well you know sell the lift kit and the Kelderman setup and the custom machined plasma cut welded together trailing arms for it and everything else. Like <laughs> <laughs> bling bling. It's yeah. What's weird is okay. So this is super popular, and obviously Kelderman's built a business around it, and lots of other people have built businesses around it. I've never seen one in the wild anywhere. You see, you see the lifted trucks and stuff like that all the time, though. But not a built, not to that. Level. I haven't. I don't know that I've ever seen a Kelderman air ride truck in person no. that somebody has bought. And I go, oh look, that truck down says, the road. That truck no, says Kelderman on it. Looks like it's got bags on it. Never seen. I, one. I don't think I have either. I mean, and I've been. But he, other he's places. clearly making a business out of it. Yeah. He's selling celebrities. Didn't he's Shaq said, or Rampage Jackson? Rampage bought one. Rampage. Yeah, he's he's sold a lot of trucks to professional sports, like just People. across all disciplines, MMA. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, you don't, you don't see, so it's weird. I mean, Obviously, we're in the circle of people with performance cars, so we see performance cars because yeah, we but, go to events I mean, with performance I work cars. with a lot of lifted bro-dozer drivers and stuff like that, and none of them have any of that stuff. They right. just lifted their trucks with the cheapest thing they could and yeah. bought some wheels. And I mean, clearly people are buying them. I'm just saying I would like to know who is buying them. It's like the WiseFab kit. I was going to say, I feel the same way about yep. WiseFab. It's yep. the WiseFab of the truck world. So it's a conspiracy? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Somebody's <laughs> making money on it. It's, nobody, nobody's actually paying for it. That might be. Yeah, maybe. I, 
I saw Wisepap had a Black Friday sale. I didn't even look at the prices. It didn't matter. <laughs> it went from 32 to 28 and you couldn't, still can't afford that? Well, I don't need them, but yeah. You don't it's need, not that you, you don't, don't need, need it, Rob. 87 <laughs> degrees of angle? I might, but you that, might, not yeah. right now. They make road course packages, too. Do they really? Yeah, I think uh, there's they're color-coded. Like, oh. all the drift kits, I think, are blue. blue. That's yep. Yeah, blue. Seems and uh, thing. there's a road racing one, I think, is no. gold or no. silver or red or some shit. I don't know. They're... I, they make different packages for geometry correction and shit like that. I'm sure they probably they do, do all the I'm things. Sure, I'm sure they do. Probably good. I didn't look. Yeah, Robbie had a full Wisevap kit and wouldn't have any more angle than he already does. And then he'd need, be like, then what, "What's then going he on?" Turns his car into a drift car and be like, "Bro, I just spent my money on a wise, on the wrong Wisevap kit." <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> do that on purpose. Drift, order the wrong drift one track one? rally. There you go. See, yeah, they have a rally yeah. too. That's right. They I knew have that. Thirty nine drift options. Seven it track options. Color. Six. Rally is yeah. a little different color. They're all the GTR's same. is black. It, you know, within the, each type, they're always the same color. So you know. You'll be walking around and be like, oh, that's Wisefab. It's not blue. It's not drift. Conspiracy. Unless someone painted it, I guess. I, I do wonder, and color. maybe Dustin could tell us if he goes to Lone Star, which hopefully he does at some point, but I wonder if those, any of those guys are running it. Or the you NBU know, guys? Guys that just have a little bit more money. You know, maybe have a couple sponsors. Maybe they could afford to throw a Wisefab kit on. That's what we need sponsors. Trust fund kids, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to suggest that necessarily, but some of those Lone Star Drift kids are younger than us and, and have some killer cars, and you go, oh, shit. Yeah, there's some guys running some nice stuff down here. Living that dink life. You might be living that dink life. Yeah, but they're like 22. Oh. You know what I mean? That's not dink Like, they're, life. you know, they're, pro, they're, they're doing the pro-am deal. But they're like 30 seconds from having that car repossessed. By credit, maybe, or it could oh, be what, family. What, money yeah, what's here. that? Uh, that group, uh, chapter eleven. Yeah, no, but those go. guys are all Genesis. Yeah, well, what, that's the, a Genesis could be like modern, that. But yeah, it's the thing. It's a joke, but is it? It's, is it a joke? <laughs> what's your credit card balance? <laughs> that's possible. It's definitely possible. I I saw that uh, Tony Angelo just said that he just finally paid off some racing debt. Yeah, that's think a about thing too. that. Yeah, he had to pay off some racing debt so that he could buy a house. That was like, I bought the house because I paid off some racing debt. I was like, oh, shit, that was a long time ago. Oh, that was not super And recent. he was a judge for a while. Yeah. Or, or I think he was, yeah, I think he was a judge, not a not a commentator. But for FD, you know, and right. it's just like, shit, dude. Worked for Hot Rod for a while there before. Yeah. So it just makes you realize that pro racing isn't free. Works out for like a <laughs> very, very, very tiny... Like Von Gitten is like the one percent of one yeah, percent yeah, of one percent that is rich, far you know, from pro state. racing and Papadakis. And I don't even know if Papadakis is super wealthy, but he's got a nice team. So it's crazy. It's good to be in the position that you're in, Dusty. You don't have like yeah, three hundred thousand dollars wrapped up in your car. I will. I will make no. Uh, I I'm extremely lucky to get <laughs> to uh, do what we've done we're we've we stepped off in it a, a whole lot deeper than what we've have done in any other year this year and we'll probably back it back off a little bit next year but it was it was super fun and getting to getting to hold up a trophy at the end of the year was pretty cool so. all right i need to let you go so you can get out of here well i do appreciate it again guys yeah no worries thank you glad we had you on man come back on uh anytime you want Sounds good.
Taco. We'll talk hot small blocks again. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> you got my number. Text me. We'll talk about radiators. Good suspension. deal. All right. We'll talk to you later, dude. Thanks. All right. So let's uh, part way. No, midway. Open up. Well, all the well, way. So no, the show's all, all the way open. I've got it. We'll I've hold the thing, show open. I've got a thing before we start the opener. Even. Okay. I didn't forgot to mention this beforehand. Okay. But uh, the Formula One season is over. Oh. Oh. You know. But this. Yeah. Before we continue, though. Okay. okay. This yeah. is not a Formula One podcast. It's not. No. The, and is, I is that what you is? It, do you feel that way? I'm only Robbie? like a, a very casual He's fan. Like a, like but a like, sunny day. if people yeah. were like, like, if it's raining, and I'm, I'm like looking a, for a Formula One podcast. It's not where I would start. People would say Ten Tens podcast is great, and Ten Tens podcast number one. Somebody would but say, Wait, then, is that a Formula One podcast? And they go, Oh no, no, no. but you should still listen to that. To Ten Tens, sure. Okay, I just. I think we're all on the same page now. You can continue with right, your story. Right, but uh, so it's over, and uh, so we've had this podcast war thing going for a while with with uh, the radical. fine folks over at Radial Podcast. No, radical. I'll you know I'll, that, even, I'll give them credit where credit is due. It's just, fine. Just because I'm, you know I'm, I'm, I'm all about transparency and okay, you know yeah. Is that a Formula One podcast? It is. Okay. Uh, all right. No, I got you. Uh, my right. uh, my gonna, Austin's gonna stab me. He's gonna find where I live. Just stab me in my sleep. The only thing I'm afraid of is that we're going to get a package in the mail with 30 pounds of rice. But that's an inside joke that anyone who listens to their show will understand. I'm a ricer. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a thing. That's fine. I will use it in my rice cooker. <laughs> uh, wait, I don't, eat, I, don't, I don't eat carbs. Robbie will put it in his rice cooker. We can make we can make homemade sushi. Sushi. Oh, put it on that. Yeah, that would bet. be jokes. So we, could on we could have a 10 cents podcast sushi party. sushi night. That would definitely be jokes on them. That sounds great. That sounds lovely. Thank you for your contribution down. to Ten Ten Sushi Night. But uh, anyway, so they they uh, the whole year we've we've been doing this fantasy GP thing, which is you know fantasy sports. Everyone knows what that is, but this is for Formula One. And uh, lo and behold, uh, I won. I don't even. <laughs> you didn't just win. <laughs> you embarrassed the entire group. Let's 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 do a rundown of points real let's, quick. Uh, do you have it pulled up, Robbie? Yeah. First, first place, Adam. Nilsen. Adam Nelson with uh, the, team with name. The... Team name. More like Bormula One. Mm. Mm. That's for booty. Oh, twenty nine hundred and two points. <laughs> yep. Second place, Daniel D. Twenty six hundred fifty four <laughs> points. So uh, most of the time, the highest score in any individual race in the world was in like the 220 to 240 range. So I won by a full race at the top level score. By the end of the season. That's what I'm doing in fantasy football right now, but that's that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) The first radial podcast host, fourth place. No. No, fifth place? Austin got fifth. (sighs) With twenty five hundred and sixteen points, and I mean, you know, and then we I don't scroll. Want to rub his rub it in his face and or anything like, but sucks to suck. But I mean, obviously <laughs> the the top end of the stick, no one cared because Adam ran away with it. But the real race here was between tenth, eleventh, and twelfth between <laughs> Dusty, who got. Tenth. Oh, that's right. T- Dusty. <laughs> I didn't realize he was in that league. Yeah, he was. Dusty got tenth place with twenty two hundred sixty one points. I got eleventh place with twenty two hundred fifty nine points. Oh damn! A two point spread. Two point spread, and then Booney 
in 12th place Ooh. with 2,254. It's almost like actual <laughs> Formula One racing where most of the time the most interesting battles are happening in the back of the pack. So I beat Booney by five <laughs> points. I'm the winner. He's the loser. So at one point, because apparently they're real butthurt, the radial guys are real butthurt about this situation, okay. they suggested that they would take the top two scoring <laughs> Uh, points of hosts or of their hosts versus the top two scoring hosts from us, which is only me and Robbie because Michael chose not to I, participate, I, which is fine. Kind of forgot. It, it, it is what it is. But uh, I did the math on that, and my score plus Robbie's score divided by two is higher than their highest score. So I didn't even do their math. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Uh, that, hurt, that hurts. <laughs> I, I feel that pain. I don't know. I was going to call I out just, Booney for not bringing my book back, but now that I made fun of him for beating him in for, for Fantasy <laughs> GP, I'm never going to get that book back. Oh, well. It's a permanent, that's permanently your, lost it's in worth, it's quotes book. One. That's, your, that's your gift for losing to me. Now I have to buy a new one. So I want to say that it was like a real close battle and it was a real fun of it. But I mean, I it was just, a nail biter. You were running away with it. At the I've beginning. been in first for a long, long, like I've gotten to the two. point where I'm comfortable here and it's just, I'm not going anywhere at That's one point champions. At one point I was like 192nd in the world. And I think I, fi- <laughs> <laughs> I think I've finished in the top. I, I think I'm well inside of the top four or 500. I think I was in the 300s. Let me check here real quick. Sorry, this uh, 396th global rank. Nice. <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to compete with. <laughs> Not the worst. So uh, I also participated in the Team Clearcoat podcast uh, Fantasy GP and also ran away with that one. Not as badly, but I still won that one as well. So. They're not a Formula One podcast, though. No, so but no, I'll Ian, let that slide. Ian is like a diehard Formula oh, One is he? fan. Yes. So, um, yeah. I didn't watch a single Formula One race this year. I just want everyone to know that. Oh, damn, son. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I thought you were watching them. No, I haven't watched any oh, of them. I've listened, I listen to every, every, pod, or every radio podcast episode oh. every single week. And uh, just to, you know, throw a nail, a final nail in the in the very well-sealed coffin at this point, uh, my iTunes review for their show is, all the information you need to win for me, or to win Fantasy GP. <laughs> Ouch. It's been like, this has been like the long con, the long brew, you uh-huh. know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Podcast war. Yeah. Settled. It's done for 2018, I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. Might as well not even retaliate. You guys need to regroup and find something different to do next year. We're not getting invited back. Well, I might, but... I don't know know if you can kick me out or not. I guess we're about to find out. (laughs) That's fine. We'll start our own damn Formula One fantasy thing. There we go. There we go. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, now we can do your opener. Bartway opener. Third segment of the show opener. <laughs> just open it up. Presented by Factor Fabricate. Oh, he's just got to hold it open now. Yeah, wide open. Oh, I'm good at holding it open. Great. Hey, oh. Flat to the floor. Wide open. Robbie's so, pulling something up here. Yeah, so I've been sitting on this one for a while, like a really long time, like over a year. I didn't. We. I really like got into the podcast break this time. Like, I haven't thought about 
Oh, yeah, you legitimately took yeah. a break from this. So, like, at 3.15 this afternoon, I was like, son of a bitch. I don't have an opener. It's Wednesday, and I don't have a fucking thing. <laughs> I got nervous today. I was oh. like, oh, God. Do I remember how to podcast? <laughs> you, no. I literally had a moment where I was like, ooh. Podcast. Am I prepared for this show? I'm not really sure. Yeah. So uh, I take one week off, and all of a sudden, you're a completely different human being, well, apparently. <laughs> I don't want to know. People change, right? People change People very change. quickly, you know, surprisingly. So, uh, so we're doing the Uber game. Uh, and basically what this is, is is you go through a week as an Uber driver and you try and, uh, and try and hack it as a as a driver of the Uber. But it's a game. And if you're on YouTube, Robbie's playing it. Attempt, yep. attempting and, to uh, you're a full-time it. Uber driver with two kids to support and a $1,000 mortgage payment due in a week. You can earn enough, or can you earn enough to pay the bill and make more than the other players? Yes. All right. I'm going to go easy. Now I'm going to go harder. There is a difficulty level. There's easy and hard. Apparently, Robbie is a glutton for punishment and has chose the hard option. Says a lot about my life. Now what are you doing? You can start bright and early on Monday morning. Pretty soon, getting your first ride request from a Chris. But when you arrive at the pickup point, you don't see anyone waiting for a car or waiting for a ride. What do you do? I'm going to call Chris instead of waiting. So that's our options, call Chris or wait, right? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to wait for him. No, I'm going to call shit. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Absolutely. I, I would text him like, Chris, I'm here, motherfucker. Honk your horn, a man, A man's voice answers the phone. I'll be right there, just coming down. Or coming out now. Hurry up, will you? Or take your time. Those are my options. I think we should tell him to take his time. Be polite. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna take advantage of it's us. It's Monday. You Robbie. want a tip, right? It's yeah. Monday, right? We don't need. Let's right. start out on a high note. I don't feel like those are either things that I would say to Chris. These things are gonna devolve. Okay, let's be real here. You yeah. did pick hard. Be take, polite, I guess. Polite. Take your time. Loading. <laughs> a few minutes later, a flustered man in a big with a big backpack comes out in a nearby apartment. Question: Are you Chris? That's the only option. Tr- that's me. Sorry for being late. He says as he gets in the car. Do we drive in silence or do I strike up a conversation? I'm driving. So you're going to drive in silence, right? Yeah, that's what I would do. You can do whatever you want. What do you guys want? You're playing the game. I mean, you're Chatty Cathy. I mean, I'm trying to get a tip here, so, right, so I would strike up I'm a outvoted. conversation. Strike up a conversation. But Going camping? Yeah, Chris that's, replies. That's, that's not where I would have started with that. <laughs> Meeting up with a friend. Then we're driving to this amazing place in, in Marin. Let me tell you, 20 minutes later, you arrive at your destination and you drop him off. Seems like it went okay. Thanks. Sorry again for making you wait, he says as he, he gets out. polite. You mark the ride as complete on your Uber app. Boom. That was easy. One ride. So then do we, does it tell you if you made any money or? Day one of seven. One ride. It doesn't even give me, it says quest progress, but it's two blank lines. So yeah, maybe this might be continue. broken. Continue. I wonder if this is broken. I'm going to be uh, honest, I never went through this. I, I, we can pick a Prius or a minivan. Prius. Minivan for sure. That's too late. I, I guess Prius. we the Prius. There's Prius no situation in my life where I would choose a Prius over anything else. I said that about minivans, too, at one point. Oh, yeah, let's go back. He picked no one's ever proved that. Oh, <laughs> prepare. <laughs> you got to prepare for a life of a driver so you can do it. Oh, man, this is good. We're getting way in here. Just click on some stuff. Unlimited data plan. Check. Oh, do you Oof. have to pay for the Phone charger. Check. Paid that. $25. Damn, Robbie spent all this money. We got a mortgage, bitch. Business, what are you doing? business license. That's $91. A business license? Do you need a business license? Do you need license? a gym membership? No. Yeah. No. Michael, Michael, no. Michael needs a gym membership. Dude, we're not, broke. 
Christ. Robbie spent all cleaning his money. supplies. Complete. Jesus Christ, you live your this. life like this, Robbie. What are you doing? You don't spend money like this. Cleaning supplies, ten dollars or twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, you do need to. Yeah. Clean. You, need to, you need the cleaning supplies. Yeah, I'm with that. I bought everything. I bought everything. <laughs> well, now we're broke. <laughs> you bought everything, and it costs one hundred fifty-six dollars. <laughs> You use your credit card. <laughs> Great. So now we're backwards. So that cost us more like $250. We're all set. Excellent. We're all set. Now what do we do? Try your luck in San Francisco or Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento for sure. San Francisco is full of a bunch of squares. No, San Francisco is... San Francisco is cool kids, yeah, man, with man, the mustaches they, that we talked yeah, about a couple weeks money. ago. Bicycles. The, the hipsters don't have money. Oh, shit. They got those bicycles Sacramento. That, that we're selling there. Sacramento. Yeah, don't go to San Francisco. Yeah. I accept my quest. Drive se- Drive 75 trips... Make $180 extra. Whoa, what? Yeah. Oh, no, you like, have until 4 a.m. on Friday. That's just a bonus. That's just We're not doing 75 trips on this show. You no. start driving. Fares earned. $42. We're not going to make money. Oh, is that after our expenses, too, at least? Uh, go to San Francisco. No. Jesus Christ. We're going to do this real quick. So, yeah, only, so, so, so you worked still for, time to salvage today. You worked for you four hours. You just made $56. You worked for four hours and got $56. San Francisco that's is not a, a lot. good... It's not a good return on investment. San Francisco is a lot busier than Sacramento. It's pretty stressful driving here. I'm going to drive. Too bad, oh, dude. Oh, oh, making money. $63. Or, is that... It's five. Day one... So have we made 100 bucks now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. This, we're, life of our drivers day, not very... We're down. Yeah, because day, day, spent all that money. Day one, we've got $177. But by, we, fi- by 5 o'clock on Monday. But we spent 150 That's on the credit card. That's not a problem That's right future now. Robbie's yeah. problem. <laughs> All right, do we want pizza or burgers for supper? Pizza. Nah, I want burgers. Burgers? That's not good. Right, How much does that cost? Sit well. doesn't, doesn't even tell you. Burgers are probably it's cheaper. It's getting pretty late. Uh, you have a two-hour drive home. <laughs> two-hour drive home? <laughs> freshen well, up. Yeah, you went to all right, San Francisco. All right, all right, is that enough for a day, or do I freshen up at the gym? No, that's enough for the day. I've already paid for my gym membership. I well, then we probably should use it. Month, huh? though. All right, yeah, we I'm going to freshen up it. at the gym. Freshen Who freshens up at a gym? Take a shower. You take a shower at the gym, feeling refreshed. You keep driving for a while longer. He just oh, paid for oh, a gym oh, membership oh. so we could shower? Fares earned. $30. That's a terrible way to do it. Looks life. like maybe that right, paid $207 off. in the first day. We drive home. This game's not like super interactive. It just kind of tells you what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, start day two. Can we just extrapolate from here? Please. All right, $207 times five or seven. No, five. We made it, but with nothing. No, no. <laughs> well, the credit card balance is still there. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to go to seven days on this, guys. Drive to San Francisco. This is a weird game. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Fill up your tank. Oh God, yeah, we haven't put you, gas in the. Do you get? Do you get a receipt? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. What, what kind of question is this? This is a business. Drive. Write that shit off. Fares earned. Oh, look at that. Forty-eight dollars by one o'clock. That's How much was the bad. gas though? We're we're positive two fifty-five. So it was far. a Prius, so it couldn't have been too bad. Oh, we got to chase the surge. You get three times the fare. Ooh. Chase the surge. Tripling your earnings. It's just too tempting. Hell yeah, it is. But the roads are busy. Damn it. Well, duh. Darn it. Search Why time. It's a search. Oh, oh, oh. Forty dollars. God, that sucks. Not good. Not good. We made a mistake. Oh, you had a message from a friend. A group of them were meeting up for your birthday. Nope. No, screw we're her. working. We're working. <laughs> we got a mortgage to pay. Yeah, here. I don't have time for drinks. Jesus Christ. Keep driving. Birthday cake. Who even eats that shit? Oh, forty-eight dollars. Birthday cake o'clock. is delicious. All that sugar and carbohydrates. We literally worked like two 12-hour days and made $343. Oof. It's not good. 
I'm not going all the way to seven. No, I would let's just quit just, at this point. Yeah, no, I'm good with My that. My stars are 4.95, though. So I'm just if, I'm if doing, Uber, pretty good. Though. If Uber was smart, what they would do is that when your fare earned came up, it'd be like $8,000. So, like, people playing this game, like, maybe I should drive Uber. Yeah, if this I was, don't know if this is actually by Uber. Oh, really? Oh, you got to repair it immediately. This is not a sales pitch for Uber for me I right don't, now. I think this is just something. I don't think Uber did this. It's it's not selling me on being an Uber. Could you imagine driver. doing that though for a living, being like a lifter? Does Uber anybody driver? do it for a living? That's my question. I yeah, there's a it was guy like a second Ames, job. There's a guy in Ames that like does it for a living. Oh, I got a ten dollar tip. Excellent service badge. Mm, five stars. About freaking time. I I always thought it was like a second job sort of thing. Yeah, it's a it's a side hustle. They even advertise it that way. There's Which a guy in Ames that does fine. it full time though. I wonder what he makes. Probably not much after expenses. All that wear and tear. Thursday, 1 a.m. Especially in a college town. People puking in your car. It's not ideal. The hours suck. The hours would be really shitty. And you're dealing with drunk kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's your best case scenario. I accept the ride. Yeah, yeah. Pick your favorite dance That's not ideal. Are you done with that yet? Or are you going to see that through to fruition? <laughs> I think Robbie's well, enjoying I'm, 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 himself. Just, just pause it. Do we need to like, move on come to the news to, and do, Robbie can come yeah, back to do, us? You do that tonight at home. <laughs> How about that? Hold on. I think I made it. I think you should have chose the easy I'm already, option because no, then we could have gone through this question. Hold on, hold on. still going. Hold on. How was your day, Adam? I don't know what to talk about now. <laughs> I slept most of it away. That's good. Because uh, I got to work gotta work later tonight. I got to go to work right after this. We're all sitting here waiting Robbie. Robbie, there's only like... I didn't six thousand people listen to this. I uh, I didn't I didn't make the money. You didn't <laughs> make it. Eight hundred and seventy five dollars in seven days. Yeah, that is not My mortgage. I, fe- I you finish the quest as you drive home. You think about your decision. You feel good about finishing the quest or feel bad about breaking your promise. Feel like shit. Feel like shit. You get, you For sure. Quest completed. Eighty rides. Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred seventy five dollars. Eighty rides. Wait, wait, wait. That was only day. F- Oh, no, we're good. That was only day four. We're way on pace. Oh, shit. We got to find something else to talk about while pace. he finishes that. I'm not finishing this. All right, good. We're done. You got you got it. Yeah, we, we're as winners. As we're concerned. We're, we, could, we, could, we could cut it. Well, Robbie could cut it as an Uber driver. No, you have to work 15 hours a day. I, I didn't get done vacuuming my car till 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. Then you got to get up bright and early and go pick up some guy for his real job. That's how I feel about every day, though, Robbie. I mean, I don't work 15 hours a day, but... You make more than 10 I, bucks an hour or whatever work, that worked out to. a good bit more than 10 bucks no, an hour. No, it's less than 10 bucks an hour. It's like But I leave my house at... I leave my house at... Oh, I got to freshen up at the gym again. Guys, this is a great game. Now, let's just let him keep doing that. I leave that. my <laughs> house at 5.45 in the morning, and I'm lucky if I can make it home by 6. P. I officially paid for the mortgage by Friday. Woo! <laughs> yeah, but that means you gotta work Saturday and Sunday so you can eat. Feed your kids and that pay off your credit card. Sucks. Yep. Yeah. Friday at nine PM I have a thousand dollars and twenty five or thousand twenty five. Barely oh, made it. Fuck that. The food can't come in the car. No food, no no food in the car. Get the hell out. Alright, I'm done with this stupid game. Okay. Factorfabrication.com, Factor Fabrication on Instagram. You know booty and crew by now. Don't let them borrow your books. You'll never get them back. That's, <laughs> that's that, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you know what? Thank you for doing that, because now it's not me that is pissing him Wait, off. Did Robbie piss him off yet? Not Are we yet. good now? I, okay, I haven't right. pissed him off. Thank He's, God. If, if anything, he has hurt me by... <laughs> no, oh, here not, we go. <laughs> here we go. Look back. 
Did you give? Did he give you a book? Yeah, I gave him back immediately when I finished reading them. Oh, okay. He bought. I, I had two that I read and gave back in the time that has taken him to well, read. He's them a busy man. One. He probably hasn't got to. I've read seen him a hundred times. He probably hasn't read it yet. Yeah, it's he probably it. hasn't read it yet. He's busy making memes about me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> greatest meme ever. What book did you give him? What, what's uh, he not reading or reading? Maybe he re- he read it. It's the uh, oh shit. What is it called? It's AJ Bame's book about Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, go like hell. Go like hell. Go like hell. Okay. Cool. Great book. Well, when you get that back, I'll take it. Maybe. Yeah, good. I don't want to. I have still it. haven't I read. Yeah, I, I still haven't read Rude Jude's book yet because it freaks me out. It's still sitting there. <laughs> you got a book by Rude Jude? I want to read it too. Oh my god, that's got to be a shit show. Did, I, did we talk about the Rude Jude book on here? No, no. Not that we, we, we talked. We talked. On I didn't know that was a thing. It. Jude Angelini, find him on Instagram because it's one of the greatest page, pages. He does White People white Wednesday. People Wednesday. It is oh my god, to die for every week. <laughs> Fucking white it's people. My, <laughs> it's my highlight of Wednesdays. Fucking white people. But he's done like holy crap. He's done a shitload of ketamine and stuff in his life and done some weird stuff and the book has drug stories it's really dark and like him talking about like he thought he did brain damage to himself and thinking about like premeditated killing himself if he got to that point fucked him up so bad with the ketamine that he didn't come back it's like so that's a dark place to be i just thought that this was some random dude that started an instagram page and it took off he's is he something is he someone he's he's uh i think he's been made a celebrity by sirius xm Oh, okay. He runs a show on there. He's been on Jason Ellis a bunch of times. He's, okay. he's been some other places. I, I, I think um I think it's called All Out is his show. It's on Shade Forty Five. So he's a radio personality yeah. of some sort. Yeah, I just think he's had a really weird life and he's it's part of being a radio personality, I think. Yeah, Jason Ellis has had a weird life too. You got it makes you way more interesting. Yes. If you live a normal life, no one wants Nobody to cares. hear about it. Nobody really cares. It's yeah, people with weird weird stories and stuff that do well. Serious has got to be extra weird. Oh yeah, because they could get away with it. Yep. Yeah, you got that shock value, right? Absolutely. Shall we do the news now? Let's do the news. Ford bought a giant oven, <laughs> but for why? Is for that cakes? What you, is that we wrote? I mean, on what here? else do you use with ovens? Try to bake coating. that new car smell out. Okay, so let's have a, a vote then. Who enjoys the new car smell? I don't know. I'm. I don't know what that means. Like, I'm convinced that the new car smell in 2018 does not smell like the new car smell of 2000 or older. Oh, no, I, w- I, would, I, would, I would say So, like, when someone, sure. when someone says new car scent, my mind goes to, like, a new car in the 90s. Like or that, that smell, or Yeah, even that. <laughs> but, like, the smell of a, car, a new car in 2018 does not smell the what I would consider a new car smell. See, I don't know if I know the smell that you're talking about, but I would say that new cars smell really plasticky. Yes. Where, where, what's where this, that, what, how do you describe the smell that you're talking about? I don't about? know. It's just it's fresher. Is that a turnoff for you? So yeah, apparently, I'm not really a huge fan. Apparently, of, the whole point behind this story is that in the Chinese market, that is the number one complaint about new cars is that they smell bad. Not fuel economy, not no. styling. No. They smell bad. And so Ford's trying to figure out how to get rid of that. And so basically what they've done is they're going to – they roll the windows down and they bake the cars so that all the plastics release their toxins. Their their gases. And all the glues fully set, release all their toxins, and then they don't smell bad, air quotes, bad anymore. That's the that's their solution for this. If yeah. it works, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, they should I, probably be doing this to all cars because they should do it before they even install all the shit. I've seen that study about the nasty shit that comes out of cars when they sit like a new car if it sits out in the sun on a really hot day it gets 140 degrees inside yep. of there. 
that that air is toxic. So they probably should be doing that anyway. Regardless. It's, yeah, it can't be healthy to breathe that. No, I think that that was... I didn't read that study. I read it, I think it was a couple years ago or whatever that it came out. It's not good. It's definitely not a good thing to be breathing. But it's just kind of one of those things we go, eh. Hey. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 I I, they should do a study. This. You didn't know about that? No. Yeah, new cars, all the plastics and stuff, they heat up. They're, they They release toxic chemicals into the air. And how toxic, okay. yeah, I don't yeah, It's, it's like, not like sure. a cigarette, but... I'm sure, it's probably not. Maybe, maybe it is like a cigarette. Los yeah. Angeles air, but... Sure. It's not... Well, yeah, so is it Iowa country air versus Mexico city air? Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Choice of not being in the car and breathing that and being in the car and breathing that, all things equal, you would choose the... Right, but air. if like if I roll the window down and it just dissipates and I can move on with my life and they don't have to charge me for baking my car, I'm probably going to take that. That option. was the point of the study, I think, was that if you leave your car outside on a hot day, usually the window's cracked. That's yeah, fine. That or let sense. it air out for a second before you... Right. you know, don't just go in there and slam the door shut and turn on the air conditioner and <laughs> take a bunch research. of big deep breaths. Yeah. <laughs> Shove your face right in the door panel. <laughs> just pull it in. <laughs> Nose just breathe it in. Until you feel a little dizzy, that's just where you need to be. So take oh, yeah. take all that with a you know grain of salt. It never, never, never been a problem for me. <laughs> never had yeah. Never had a new like, car. You're talking about how new cars in 2018 smelled. I like I don't. I'm sad. I, I haven't been in now, a new car. Now that you said that, I will think about it in Chicago. There I've never. Been, I haven't been in a new car since like 2006. Yeah. So, but for me, like new car, if I think about new car smell, I would think like leather jacket. That's what I would want it to smell like. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm good with that. Not I want it to smell like a leather-bound book. Yes, that's exactly what I want it to smell like. Not hot plastic. No, no, no. Because that's what they smell like now. You're absolutely right. I want, I want, I want saddle leather. Yes. That's the smell I want in my car. Yes. At all times. Yes. Even if it's not leather. Yes. You just get a saddle and put it in the back of the absolutely. back seat of the truck. <laughs> but not a used one because it'll smell like horses. Right, yeah. And you don't want that. Saddles aren't I cheap. don't know. You're living that lifestyle, Robbie. You got the like, yeah, acreage maybe, and you got maybe the truck. Maybe it should smell a little like yeah, horse. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, you're better, like the, it's better you're, than stinky You're dogs. like those 90s true. That's Chevy true. like a rock commercials. That's your oh, life right man. now. man. I am. Like, Cowboy hat. Yeah. Who uh, was that? That wasn't Garth Brooks. No, you? dude. We talked about this before. I know. Who it's was Bob it? Bob Seger. Yes. <laughs> he sings like a rock. That was one of his songs. Add, <laughs> tell, add, add, tell us how you feel about Bob Seger. Add Bob Seger to the list of people I <laughs> could give two flying fucks Bro, about. no way. I love Bob Seger. Bob Seger's great. <laughs> Ask me why I don't remember tells that. Tells a story. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Tells a story <laughs> in his music. I love it. Oh, my God. I do like those commercials, though. And I do like those vehicles. Yeah, it's you just need to accept that lifestyle. Just live it. Get a saddle and a cowboy get, hat. Oh, saddle with matching boots. You know they got the cowboy tribal on them. Yeah, saddle matches the boots. There's a tip for well, you. Oh yeah, then you got to get the embroidered that. pockets on your pants. But no, well, I guess the the Wranglers have the. Stuff. Dude, there was a. I almost ran with this story. There was a story a couple of weeks ago uh, where Dodge had accidentally put the cowboy tribal back seat in base model. Oh no, Ram pickups. <laughs> How's that happen? Don't people put those in? <laughs> yes. yes, humans it's all those. <laughs> they didn't know, like nothing else matched. Nobody went, "Hey, boss, uh, nope. just a quick and one it was for just you. the back seat, and it was like more than one, like a full the, day's production or something. Like a different color. Well, no. it'd be leather instead of. No, they, I think it, it was, was the same color. Just yeah, it was wrong. all the same except that the back seat had the the tribal on it, which they had a they had a word for. I can't remember what it was. It was super funny though. We should call somebody over there and be like, "Hey, it's cowboy tribal." From I don't now care on. what like, you say. I know you got whatever the stupid name is for. It's cowboy tribal. Speak. If I worked at FCA and somebody told me that, I'd be like, 
Just get in the computer and change it. <laughs> just, just, like, <laughs> make this happen. just today. You know those brochures? We gotta I don't make care. a little correction. I don't care if it gets me fired. That's totally worth it. Just run through the ones we got, but the next printer brochures, Cowboy Tribal, <laughs> little box next to it, check. Check. Speaking of Cowboy Tribal. Oh, God, this will be good. This is going to be good. <laughs> His face. I haven't so. told you about it because oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to do it. It's oh, been no. saving it up. But when the pro bull riding comes oh, to Des Moines, you can fill out the credentials like for media credentials. Yes. I'm totally going to do oh. it. This podcast is taking me places. You better get some sweet God pictures. Damn cowboy boots if you go to that. Oh, do you have shit kickers? Some Wranglers? No, I just got with steel toes. Do you have, do you have the squared steel toes that are no, boots? I, I, I can get some. Fuck. I can get some, though. No, you need shit kickers. If you're I'll, doing the I'll whole get, deal, I'll get a, you got to get, I'll a, get a cowboy hat, the whole thing. You got to go full Garth Brooks. You can't. Abs- I'll get some tight Wranglers. If you buy a Stetson, I'm going to be real disappointed in your thrift savviness. I'll find them thrifty. You can find a cheap really one. They, they are expensive. Well, well so are all, all boots are a good quality boots uh, are expensive. Are hats, but yeah. Oh. I meant hats too. Good quality hats are expensive. Probably. There's whole <laughs> stores. I think they are to. really expensive. Like $300 hats. Yeah, we had a, when I worked at ICS at the last job, we had a like a Western apparel store yep. that we that we provide internet to, and I was always like not mad about it when they broke because they always had hot chicks that worked there. Yeah. That and you know what the inside of it smells like? Like leather, rich yes. saddle leather. <laughs> it's great. Now, now imagine like a whole arena full of those girls. Uh, well, yeah. See, I know. so do you, have you a, should come with me. Do you have a date for that? Probably won't. Just, I think it's in January. Put it on a calendar. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> look that up. The, right. the PBR. Michael's like, you PBR, know what? PBR Des Moines, twenty nineteen. Des Moines. I think it's I think it's January or no April. Oh, no. I can't remember. I, I could live that lifestyle for a couple days. I think it's you April. hate it's, horses. It's not. There's yeah, not any horses. They're bulls. You yeah, literally just, said. You literally Robbie. said like if I'm flipping through Tinder and a girl comes up and I'm like yeah you know she looks pretty good <laughs> oh one of my interest horses whoop other way she's gone. Deuces. You're not totally wrong. This, this isn't coming up for some reason. You're, you're not totally wrong. There's there's uh, there's different divisions. No, what the hell? I think February. Or no, that's Los Angeles. Yep. Why does this not pop? What is this Google show? Uh, oh, Bing. How the fuck did it <laughs> Bing? I wonder. I can't find this. PBR Iowa 2019. I think it's, I think it's the Unleash the Beast uh, schedule. Prep baseball report. <laughs> No, wait, it's not the Unleashed the Beast. bull riding. It's a velocity tour. I might be wrong again. Des Moines Invitational. There we go. I want to be invited. That's sounding closer to where... Right, April, Robbie. We got tons April. of we time. We got all the time in the world. April 21st. Lots of time to build a a uh, listener base in Cowboys. Or time to collect uh, cowboy you get shit. You yeah, shit. whatever they wear. <laughs> The vest. They six wear shooters? vests. They wear vests, don't they? No, they don't have shoot six shooters. You got to get it. Why not? You got vests. What are those stupid shirts Mus- they have? Mus- flannel shirts? No, they got the the long sleeve ones, but they're they got shirts. they got like ivory buttons on them and stuff. Yeah, no, up, no, no, no. I'm talking about the fancy like fancy dress. But they're button up. Like you're going square dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> to just honky I work with, tonk, a, I work with a guy that goes. The, I work with a guy like a. He's our age. He does. He does like this square dancing, line dancing thing at a bar downtown every week. At the at the at the PBR bar downtown. That's his. I guess that's his uh, angle. Beer can alley. That's his angle. Beer can alley. I'm telling you, I dude, think that, it works pretty well for him too. Okay, so you got to get one I of think the pearl he's quite shirts. Successful. Yeah, with the buttons and yeah. the stupid pockets. <laughs> they do. They have like fancy looking. I know the other You're gonna have to step up your chew. Game. Ivory. That's what it is. Ivory. You need to step up your chew game. Yeah. Put a big dip in. Get that dip going. Yeah. If you can't do the chew, you can always probably just use like big league. Bubblegum? 
Nah, they can, uh, smell, they can, they can smell that it's all fruity and yeah, stupid. Yeah, I don't want to be. Yeah. No, I don't want to be a poser. You're, you're right. I don't want to nah, be a poser. Go, go, all, go all in on this. Go for gold. <laughs> I don't want to be a poser. He's, that's exactly. <laughs> what I don't want them to think I'm a poser. No, you gotta, you gotta try to fit in or a kook or whatever the surfers call them. You know, I don't think that's the wow. word you want to use. <laughs> isn't, isn't that that's what surfers call people that don't fit in? Yeah. Oh. Think You're thinking of a different word. I am. It sounds like that word. <laughs> okay. That's not the word I used. I thought that's the word you said. And if I said that word, I apologize. That's, <laughs> that's not, not the word, not the word you said. Say, that's no. not the word you said. That's the word, that's the word I heard. I was like, yeah, he, didn't sounded, say, it he didn't sounded, just say that, did he? It sounded really bad. And if I did say that, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I know what you mean now that, it, now that the yes. shock value of wait a second, that's not what he said. So, April. Ten tenths goes bull riding. Yeah, I'll be... Yee-haw! I'll be not there for that. Thank you. Oh, dude, it'd be so much fun. You should go. Speaking no. of cars. What? Why? <laughs> this is a car show, Robbie. Since when? We've done 150 episodes of no cars. The Italians were caught speeding in Italy. Hold your surprise looks. Right, but the the numbers the, here, numbers, the numbers here are what is staggering. So in this city of It's like 120 people. Yeah. Yeah, it's not very big. I think it's a small it was town of 120 Aquetico, people. I think is how you say that. In northwest Italy, 120 residents has a major road that passes through it. Yep, it's like a highway. Yes, interstate, not but interstate, it, but it goes through through the. the t- I, like it's yeah. like a, down. I assume it's like a two lane road. Yes, yes, it, I, we will get to that. Right, it cuts right down the center. Of the and town. they decided to put up a speed camera because yep. they have a problem with speeding. And when you hear that, you think, okay, you get a few people maybe hauling ass. ass through the town. Yeah, you know, maybe there's kids. About the speed cameras, yeah. Maybe there's kids, and you know, maybe it's justified. Blah blah blah. Whatever. They need people to slow down. The sheer number <laughs> of people they caught in so two ridiculous. weeks. So what's the number? Fifty-eight thousand five hundred sixty-eight speeding tickets in fourteen days. Fifty-eight thousand. That's forty-one hundred eighty-three tickets a day. That's a busy road. That's a hundred and seventy-four point three tickets an hour, and. Basically three tickets a minute. <laughs> so it's almost everybody. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> three tickets a minute is crazy. And it's in a thirty mile per hour zone. Somebody yeah, 50, was caught doing eighty miles an hour. Yeah. Eighty four, yeah. Eighty four <laughs> miles an hour was <laughs> speed. So yeah, I would say that they have some a, jackass in a Ferrari. They, they clearly have some sort of problem in this town. <laughs> yep. I think it, for once this might be justified. It's not, it sounded like it was justified. There was one guy on the comment section of, uh, I want to say it was. This the was dr- Autoblog. The drive. I think the one else. on the drive. Yeah. This guy was just going off. It's a money grab, blah, blah, blah. If you go to Google Maps and look at the town yeah. and go to the street view. Holy shit, that's a <laughs> narrow street. There's no, there's no there's shoulder not, There's not even a shoulder. That's not even a two lane. That's a one and a half lane There's road. a building on the, sh- oh on the shoulder. Can you God. imagine doing going 85 84. miles an hour through that? Woof. It's not a money grab. Yeah, on a closed <laughs> on a closed circuit, I don't know that I'd feel comfortable doing I, 80 miles I an hour. No, that that. that Door to that house is three feet off the white line. That's insane. Those cars parked on that, what I'm going to call a driveway parking lot, are basically on the street. Yeah. And it, that's that's how they go through Jesus. the town. Jesus. Yeah, so they definitely had a problem. <laughs> the, the camera's justified, in my opinion. For once. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm it's, not, I'm not for it. But like you could not patrol that. Yeah, that's the other thing. You couldn't even put a patrol car on there. No. Where would you put the patrol car? 
And even if you did, like, the sheer numbers, you, it wouldn't be effective. No. Because, yeah, the, the argument was, well, if that many people are speeding, clearly, this, clearly the, the, the majority is going the speed limit it should be. No, no. 50K is quite fast. That's 30 miles fast. an hour is a lot. A 20 would be a great That's speed limit. That's Yep. And then, and then the one guy was like, clearly sticking to his guns about how cameras are the worst. <laughs> right, And he goes, right. well, why don't this put up a speed bump? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you're complaining about a camera? <laughs> I'd rather have a camera than a speed 100%. bump. 100%. Because then if you're not speeding, at least you're not being yeah, hampered by this. That would slow traffic down and make yeah, things worse. It'd be way worse. worse. The camera makes sense because clearly if people, people cross this road just walking across it. Couldn't pay You me. couldn't even walk outside wait, of your wait, house without getting hit by a car. I don't know if I can zoom in. Uh, I can go forward. I can go forward. It's Google Street. Yeah, you can what are you looking for, Robbie? Look where that car's parked. Oh, that car's <laughs> on, on the street. The street. <laughs> He's wow. a third of the way into the lane. Going 84 down that thing. What a maniac. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That, there's nothing more to say. This is totally justified. Yeah, I'm with it you It sounds like there's, people are just insane. Crazy. Crazy Italians. Yeah. That must huh. be quite prevalent there, I would, if I had to guess. Speeding? If, well, yeah, in that type of location, too, where the, the space between the buildings is literally You'd like 22 be, feet. Well, so I remember when I was in Germany, like what they considered roads there that we were doing, like, in my opinion, wildly Wait. uncomfortable speeds. <laughs> like, but everybody, they were just cool with it. Like, it's, they, it's they, just a matter of what you're comfortable with, right. you know? Like, even driving around in some of these curvy mountain forested roads would probably make us uncomfortable with the speed that the locals do every day. Right. Just because we're not used to it. There's a road down at Lake of the Ozarks that's 55 miles an hour, but it's got a 10 mile per hour bend in it, oh. which is hilarious. I mean, it's like the first time I missed the sign and I was like standing on the bricks. <laughs> like, oh, in shit. In the Veloster? Uh, yeah, I think it was in the Veloster. I mean, I was standing on the brakes. <laughs> It was awesome, though, once you I know, knew it was there. If he's in the Velocity, he's in this little turbo six-speed car. You know he's, like, tossing him in the oh, corner. Yeah. I was right? hammering. Like, I was Whoa. hammering he was pretty in, hard. He was enjoying Shit, it. Shit, son. Yeah, but I was I was on it. Whoops. Yeah, we just, we just don't get good roads around here, so we're not used to driving right. very fast. I know what anything. you're talking about. I did the same thing in the Maxima. Yep. Standing on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's completely blind because it's yep. a hairpin. Yeah. So, yep, I'm sure that that is the case there. Volvo isn't bringing any cars to the LA Auto Show, but they still have a booth. They're, and they're going to put stuff in it. They're best putting coffee, art, the best art coffee. in it. I am angry. If they do this in Chicago, I swear to God, I'm going to be <laughs> fucking pissed because their booth was the best in Chicago. They had the best booth. They're because of the coffee. They have good cars too, though, Robbie. I know they do. They, had, they, they, had, they won an award with one last year. They had coffee. Yeah. I was reminded today that I was talking to the sales lady. Yes. You remember that whole deal in the oh, picture we in the remember. business card? We haven't we'll, forgotten. We'll never forget. <laughs> I was literally sent this today. Oh, no. I, I'm gonna, oh, no. I'll show it to Robbie. Oh, no. It's pretty funny. I wish I could pull it up. I know. I'm and glad that you can't. It. I'm glad That's that you why he's not it sending it to you. Yeah, you should have sent this to me. We can put it on the Instagram later. <laughs> it's got a heart around <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Oh, and my expense bill did that today. Uh, yeah, I asked him a question about a picture of you Chicago. And the, and no, I asked chick. him. I asked him a question about Chicago, and he sent me that. I was like, "Thanks, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. That's the right response. Never uh, forget. Oh, so so good. But yeah, Volvo, best booth, uh, arguably the best cars. 
Yeah. Which is unfortunate that they would, they're not going to Maybe the best coffee? By far the best coffee. Toyota brought some shit coffee. They have a game. All that money they got. Bring some real coffee next time. Get right? a barista. Well, it's not even called the LA Auto Show anymore, isn't it? It's uh Nope, it's something no. else. Yeah. It's like some... Uh, it's the idea of cars or... Oh, the experiential blah, 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 whatever it's called. Yeah, it, it was somewhere in a different article. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's not the LA so Auto their Show. So their whole idea is that, like, they, they're trying to model this... I think it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing that it's about no, I, the future, but it doesn't right. include cars. Well, the future doesn't include car ownership. Right. And so we shouldn't care what the car is because we're not going to own it anyway. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it. That's, we're no longer a car company. We're a collective. That that type of shit. That art thing that they got going on there. This is not a car. So stupid. It's bamboo. And then in block lettering out of wood, it says, this is not a car. Thank you. I was aware I can of tell that. that. <laughs> yeah. Not a car. I'm triggered. Just now, saying. Here's an interesting question, okay? So if you're going to commoditize the car so that nobody owns it, when you need a car, you just get a car. You call it on an Inhale app, it. blah, 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 whatever. Then at that point, why why have luxury cars? Well, because you'll spend more money. The people who can afford the luxury ride services will spend the money on the luxury ride service. Here is the argument that I would make, putting myself in that situation. I could see myself buying a Mercedes. I cannot see myself giving the option on an app for a fancier car, selecting the fancier car. Why? Because I don't own it. So you're you're fine with spending the premium on the ownership experience. Yes, because it's my car. But you don't want the fancier, nicer ride to get brought to your... They're all going to be nasty and disgusting. No, anyway. no, no. Somebody else has vomited in it three rides Regardless. ago. Not, not the still fancy one. No, someone's still vomiting. This one smells Trust like saddle fancy leather. fancy people throw up, too. But they have a butler to clean it. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. When you, I, I'm just, I just I, had this. I, 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 I. So, so, okay. Sat- <laughs> I don't know where Robbie's going. I'm just Saturday, go Saturday night. And you want... I mean, you're dressed up. You're looking fly. You got your fancy watch on. Okay. You got you got places to go, okay. You gotta, you, so you hail your ride, okay. And then you gotta go pick up your date, okay. You're just gonna you're just gonna pick some car, any car. To be honest, yes. Okay, fine. I, I see your theory. point. I see your point. I, mean, you want, I, I totally see your date. point. It's 100%. a first date. I've just successful. had this. I've literally just had Despite this. Despite what good two Charlotte says, girls don't care about cars. That's the other thing. They don't give a shit. Okay, but here they care about here. fancy, expensive things. Here, nah. Okay, here, here, here. Here's a great example. I admit that I have an uh, Infinity for Mercedes, which is an interesting choice of words considering it has another car manufacturer in it. I understand that. But right now, <laughs> Affinity, sorry, Affinity. not Infinity. Affinity. Yeah. Affinity. Yeah. But I would not buy a regular C-Class. I would buy an AMG yeah. C-Class, even with all the premium and all that bullshit. Right. If somebody said, okay, you can have the Genesis, or I just did this. It, you can have a BMW or you can have the Genesis. It's the same price. Okay, I'm going to buy... The Genesis, because the BMW is a pain in the ass. Yes. It, especially a Mercedes, it's a pain in the ass. If somebody said, okay, you can have the Genesis, or if you can afford it, you can pay a premium and get an AMG, and if I could justify the cost, I would buy the AMG. But, okay, so then put that in perspective of, I'm not driving the car anymore, I'm not having that ownership experience, I'm not experiencing it day to day. The car is a commodity. There's nothing that differentiates the fancy car from... The regular car, in my opinion, other than like three minutes of your comfortable of seat. being slightly more comfortable. But even like even if you get that, in a regular, that, that was my point. Is if you get in a really like just 
no, like let's just say a normal car. Like if you get in a Corolla, a commoner's car, like a com- Corolla, a, a poor person's car. <laughs> if you get in a if you get in a new Corolla, okay, seriously, you get in a new Corolla, which yeah, yeah. I have driven one. I drove yeah, one as not, a rental. Nothing wrong. That's with a them. perfectly acceptable car. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. just a car, though. It's just a car. Yeah. But that's but with that's cloth what, seats. Soaks up the vomit like a sponge. Yeah, then you sit in it. It's on your pants. Yeah, but your but but your Mercedes has leather seats that. You so can the, wipe the vomit but it's off. all they've got all that perforated leather so that the fans and the shit in the seat works. So now there's now it's just projecting the vomit <laughs> smell out of it. So now so what we need is somewhere in the middle. Vi- no, I, like a vinyl seat with no air. Right, like a <laughs> fake leather seat that leather. can be wiped clean. Okay, I think we've gotten sidetracked. <laughs> my point bit, my point bit. is my point is <laughs> if the car's a commodity, most people don't care. Right. In my opinion, that puts Volvo out of business. Yeah. Because I don't see... I would think that they're struggling to maintain business to begin with. I th- I think right now Volvo's in a good position. They make a fantastic fucking car. It's amazing. I love all the stuff Chicago Auto, Chicago Auto Show was great. The problem is, though, you aren't, where are they? We have a Volvo dealer. We have, we have Volvo no, no, dealer. but I mean, how many, you, you're driving down the road. You see Genesis. Yeah. You don't see that Volvo. Nope. I don't disagree with that statement. Um, it's a good, I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not taking anything away from that car. I'm just saying you okay, don't see people. Let's put it this right. way: you have an app. You can hire any manufacturer you want. It's it's priced accordingly based on the manufacturer. Yes. Do you, for any reason whatsoever, click on hiring the Volvo? Not that I can think of. Okay. I probably would like roll through them just for the experience, just because I can. But what you would probably do is pick the cheapest car. Basically, it'd be a graph, right? It'd be it'd be the cheapest car with the best experience. You know what I mean? I think like best value, best value. Yes, thank you. That's I think it depends for. on what I'm doing. If I'm running across the town to go grocery shopping, go buy the cheapest, or I'm going to use the cheapest car that's available for me at that time. Okay. If I am loading up the wife and kid and going to the Omaha Zoo to meet my parents, like I did this weekend, I'm probably going to pick a mid level car because I have a longer ride. I want the little bit of extra comfort. Stuff like that. But I'm certainly still not springing for, you know. That's for the trophy side chick. That's for the expensive one. Well, I don't have okay. one of those because I can barely maintain the normal <laughs> chick. So let's I put don't it, need that in my life, Rob. Let's, let's put it in, in, let's put it in another it. perspective. Let's say the cheap car is the Corolla. So just based on the cost of the car, cheap car is the Corolla. Yep. Let's Big say cars the Camry. Generally, no, let's not even go there. Just cheap car is the Corolla. Generally speaking, like a middle-of-the-road car in the whole like echelon of all cars Spectrum. that are available would be again let's just say the Mercedes C class. Mercedes C class is probably four times more to buy than the Corolla. Yeah. But I don't and, think and it'll way be more four to times expend. more to rent. Why wouldn't it be? It's way more expensive to maintain by well, somebody. I think if people can justify purchasing it, I think they'll still rent it. There's still enough hoity-toity West Des Moinesians out there who need fancy cars to feel fancy. Got to rent that G-Wagon. Yeah. You're the trophy wife. You're going to be treated as such. It's not your money anyway. <laughs> I don't I don't disagree. I, I think, I'm not saying that there's not a market for luxury rentals. I'm just saying, why would you choose a Volvo? Right. No, you, you wouldn't. You, you'd ha- think, you'd, you have like three... Like right, honest, th- you wouldn't have a spectrum of a hundred cars. You'd have like yeah. six cars. Th- you're right, exactly. There'd be a consolidation of car brands because people are just going to go. I don't. Why would I pick this? I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. there's no, yeah. there's no. It, it's not a form of, of self-expression because it's not your car. No. Nope. So it's not like okay, well, 
Brad down the road, he bought a BMW and he's a dick, so I'm going to get a Volvo because Volvos are kind of cool and funky and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, nobody gives a fuck. I'm, I'm quirky and weird. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're in it You're in it for 10 minutes and then you're at work. Nobody's probably even going to see you anyway, so you don't care. You know, it's not a form, it's it's not you expressing yourself anymore, so who gives a shit? You're not going to spend a whole shitload of money on a car that drives itself that has a 600 horsepower twin turbocharged V8. No. Which nope. is a problem because those are really profitable cars for like Mercedes and BMW to sell their highline AMGs and, and M cars. So you're not going to be selling those cars anymore. Nope. I still think that this is a bad move for the automotive industry to be pushing and all of them are doing it. Yeah. It not matter. only, not only that, but think about all the people that buy trucks and SUVs that buy them to use them for like 2% no of the reason. time that wouldn't do that. No, because they would then hire a Corolla. When you'll hail the car when you need it and you'll hail the more expensive truck when you need it. Right. So then they won't sell they'll literally sell like 5% of the trucks Ford that they sell Ford will lose now. an insane amount of their business. Right. And they're pushing this. Yeah, and I agree. There'll still be those lunatics like, oh, I only hire Jeeps. Yeah, you're a moron. I understand <laughs> that. But for the most part, for the most part, the people yeah. that shouldn't be on, you know. Dude, I think brands like Jeep would be dead. You'd think. Why would, unless they could sell like an individual product to people that's like, I'm into off-roading. Great. Here's a vehicle you can't drive on the road anymore. Right. And it's 20 grand or whatever. I think you'll still have that, but like that destroys their their business entirely though cuz they're based on selling overpriced I think at that vehicles point, from 60 years ago I that think, people keep buying <laughs> that just one truck of the year or whatever it was. I think at that point SUV when you have specialty vehicles like that, they'll be sold more like kit cars and they won't be licensed. Yeah, and you'll have, you know, upstart companies that are like, "Hey, we Design this thing; it's really cool, and you know it's yeah. fifteen grand. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, they'll be I'll like that. they'll be like Polaris selling razors. Yep. Yeah, yep, yeah. It'll be exactly like that. So my point is, I think this is really stupid. It's Volvo actually, should not be drawing more attention the people, to this. Yeah, extra stupid for Volvo. Stupid in general. Extra stupid for Volvo. Yes. Just sell cars and do the best you can until your Volvo disappears. How about that? Take the buyout. Take the buyout. Jimmy Johnson. Proves that NASCAR drivers are as fast as F1 drivers. In F1 cars, in, in on, F1 road cars on road courses. <laughs> Sorry about your luck, Alonso. Yeah. Actually, it's pretty impressive. It, it was impressive. It's very impressive. Two seconds off two of Alonso's of a second. pace. In relatively short time. In less than a day's worth of... He did some sim time right. and then had a, a, one day on track. He had never been in a single seater. Ever. An open wheel car, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Super awesome for him. This was the it, it, the best it, part is it was the V8 car too. Who was yeah, from the three, crap year, that three years ago? Race now. Well, yeah, it's because McLaren was probably worried about it finishing. True. It's too bad they didn't drag out one of the V10 cars. That's back when F1 was cool. V8 era was good. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I like just think V8 it was cool era. when they were just like, yeah, we're just gonna put a giant V10 in this car and it's gonna be ah, thirty thousand RPM. It's just gonna scream. What's the worst that could happen? It'll be really loud and obnoxious. I just think that that's what F1 should be. I get the budget thing and blah, 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 but I kind of like that there was a period there where they just went, how big an engine can we stuff in here? I still think that, that my good times. my option is the best option. You have a fuel you have a fuel amount you're allowed to use in the race, and whatever engine you can do to make the most amount of power uh, and still use that amount of fuel, it's all you. Perfect. Naturally aspirated V10, fucking turbo two-cylinder, I don't care. You figure it out. It's your problem, not mine. Whatever packages. Anyway, I don't know if there's much else to say about this. Alonso. No. So basically, the- what happened? Uh, Alonso and Jimmy Johnson swapped cars, 
at Abu Dhabi. Yep. And no, they were in Bahrain. Oh, they were in Bahrain. Yep. Okay. The race, the, the race that this weekend wasn't right. Abu, Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. I guess I missed that part of it. Uh, just kind of, kind of a promotional stunt. But Alonzo went out, did some burner laps, just kind of set a pace, and I kind of wonder if he was just like, yeah, I, guy, like, I don't think he was pushing he's, it. He's not gonna be fast. I would be interested. I didn't take the time because I just thought of this mostly, but. If you could go back and find like a qualifying time for that car on that track when oh, it from was years the ago. car, oh, that'd be a way to do it. And see, like, what, think about that. What kind of times they were putting down at the, at the time versus now? That would be interesting. That'd be yeah, a little bit more. But uh, anyway, Jimmy Johnson hops in the car and goes out there and cracks off a couple laps, two tenths of a second slower than Alonso. It took him a lot less time to get comfortable in that car, whereas Alonso kind of struggled with the. NASCAR. I mean, he he put up quick times. Yeah, and then uh, so it looks like Jimmy didn't really put up any effort on his lap in the NASCAR, but they were both fast in each car. Well, I think Alonzo <laughs> Alonzo certainly a, a capable oval driver because he was leading the five hundred up until the engine yeah. failed in his Honda, and he'll be back there this year. He's already announced that, and he, and he's he just signed with uh, oh shit uh, yeah he's going Cadillac he's going endurance racing yeah. Yeah, him and uh, Kobe Kayashi. Yep. It's going to be be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. The 24th this year is going to be good. I might actually watch a portion of it. Uh, But, um, yeah, they both went pretty quick. Yes. But I would say that Alonzo probably has more – he's more comfortable not only in a – four-wheeled car because i'm sure he spent a lot of time on a track in a normal car yeah I think. but so. also he's probably more comfortable on an oval and i would argue that it's easier to put down a fast time on an oval than it is on a road course regardless of the situation i'm not saying it's easier to race necessarily but if you're out there by yourself you're just putting down times yeah it's pretty easy well they both the nascar i thought was on an oval wasn't no they're both at bahrain oh, they were both at bahrain yeah because okay, that, that it was it was 30 <laughs> it's crazy because they were both the Formula One car is thirty seconds faster than the, than the NASCAR. Oh Jesus! I never got that far. Yeah, because it, it was like a thirty seconds, huh? Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, what were the times? That's it was, crazy. It was like a two minute, ten second lap compared to like a minute. 40. They were at a minute forty. Yeah. Damn. So it was pretty crazy. But yeah, Alonso said that it was just the lack of arrow and stuff was. You could tell it was just kind of. I don't know. Put off by it. Yeah. I'm sure he's very but, uh, yeah, accustomed so it, to high downforce. And he just, and he just got different. done finishing a, a Formula One race right. weekend in Abu Dhabi. Right. But yeah, pretty pretty crazy that they could just hop in a car they've never driven like that and then drive it on that type of level where you're competing or you're up there with um, you know pros. Yeah. And, uh, a pro, racing at that speed. That discipline. Yep. So I think that's it about that, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, pretty, just pretty interesting. Good for Jimmy Johnson, I guess. Heck yeah. Talented dude. Um, I wonder if that's like a sign of things to come. Jimmy Johnson going to do some other yeah, stuff? Two year, some 2020. Is, yeah, 2020. He, well, he said he didn't really, wasn't a big fan of the uh, the small ovals in I Indy. Think, He's kind of not. I think my personal opinion is that racing open wheel cars on ovals is idiotic. 
I'm not a big fan of it. Every honest. time that someone gets seriously injured in IndyCar, it's almost exclusively on ovals. Yeah, like well, even, like I've said it before. Like I think the Iowa Speedway is too small. It yeah. is so boring. It's just it's and just a tiny, it's, tiny. It's too track. easy. It's too easy to clip another tire and set a car flying. Whereas if you <clears throat> bump and rub a little bit in a NASCAR with an enclosed wheel, it's it's not such a big deal. Right. Uh, and at the speeds that these cars are doing, it's it's not worth it. No, it's I'd, dangerous. I would, I would not it's disagree. Beyond reasonable risk. Robert Wickens. Just a couple months ago, he's paralyzed. Right. So. You want to end on a really, really sad note? Just you talk. can do yours. I was going to try to bring it back up. But yeah. Oh, no. I, I, didn't, I wasn't going to add to it. I was just going to end it right there. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'll try to bring it back. Oh. From, look at yeah, you, Mr. Being, Professional. Being paralyzed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, PRI, if you're going to be there, or if you're in come Indianapolis, you can come join us for a meal. Yeah. Where are we doing? Pizza? We're doing pizza. We're doing pizza. Nobody suggested anything else. I specifically stated we, 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 we could do something two different. Weeks to suggest if we're people open, know something we're open that's better for ideas, we can do something different. I don't want to have to like drive nope. to the other side of Indianapolis. No, we want to be able to walk because parking yeah, there that's is insane. The, like that's the key. Yeah. When we park, we don't want to leave that garage typically. So somewhere near the convention center, but um, yeah. Check that out. It's on the event is on the page, so like the page. Definitely join the group if you're not in the group. I know there's a lot of people that listen that are not in the group, and you should join the group because it is fun and shit hits the fan in there a lot. <laughs> we get in put a on, good way. We though. get put on blast. We get put on a blast. Lot. Other people get put on blast. People nice. are constantly trying to spend money I don't actually have. I think you know, it's not a small group of people. It's almost 300 people yeah, now. Yeah, almost 300. Nobody's had like a complete meltdown yet, which is good. Every time that drag racing gets brought up, we start to get a little, he little arguey for yeah. some reason. When it comes to legality related to People drag racing. just get really weird oh. about street outlaws. I don't know what. Oh, yeah. It's fucking Oklahomans, man. Yeah, it's like a far, like. You know who you either I, love you know it who you are. And you, or you hate it. And it's, so that's about that it. in the middle. As far as people being triggered other than music. And <laughs> everyone's triggered so about So join, join the group. For sure, it's a good time. Follow us on Instagram. But definitely, if you're going to be a PRI, let's hang out. Yeah. There's going to be a pro drifter there. Yeah. A pro one drifter. He's coming to hang out. Uh, hopefully not catch any diseases during dinner. It wasn't a disease. It was a virus. It was a virus. Whatever, man. That rash has only just recently gone away. Yeah, man. It's fine. It's semantics as far as I'm concerned. It's you got a famous person it's, sick, dude. It's curable. You got a famous person sick. That's all I'm saying. Knock it off the bucket list. <laughs> Check. <laughs> 30 before 30. That was yep. what Get a famous racing driver sick. Nailed it. Got it. <laughs> Thought you were going to miss that one, but you, you snuck I got it in it. there. You snuck it in there. Yep. Hayward seems to be pretty dedicated to coming if you want to meet yeah, guy I, I think some, at SCCA some SCCA folks are going to be there. Just cool. Um, awesome. That's good. Some other people that work in the industry will be there. It'll be a good time. Regardless. As always. So come hang out. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. Let's catch you guys next week.